I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Phil Z, Theater Monkey, and Lee B. Coming up on TMS, Drooping Cable. Then you can win Google! Godfellas. Moratorium on memoriams. Doctor Whoville? You shall not fast pass. Unscrew his crotch. Animatronic bullshit. Peanuts Pornhub. Mama Murphy. Trim down Irishman. What's he doing these days? Oh, he's decomposing. Mm, four sets of hips and one crotch. Barbie Cyberpunk. Fury Road is my K-pop with Tom Merritt. Chucklehead recommendals with Nicole and Randy and more on this episode of The Mor- Morning stream. I take a drink. You know, every now and then I'll have a drink. And I will, uh, I will smoke a little red. I'll do some toot now. I'll, I'll do a little toot. You know, if somebody give it to me, offers it to me, I mean, you know, you just, I just say it's polite if you don't. So I do a little toot, somebody offers it to me. Hi, I lost my little dog. Can you help me find him? <laughs> This is the morning stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. Big ol' freaking dirt blanket. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It is Wednesday, October 18th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hello, Brian. Hello. I, I'm curious as to which one of us Fletcher is calling a big old freaking dirt blanket. Because he know. Yeah. he says both of our names, but then he's like, it doesn't do plural, so mm. he's not talking about both of us being big old fl- freaking dirt blankets. Well, yeah, and to mm. to his, I don't know if it's to his credit, but to uh, you know, just just for clarity, I think okay. it's been years, but I think I took two clips and mushed them together. So, oh really? <laughs> yeah, so I don't think okay. he even said right. it in well, the same sitting. So so yeah, we he you know what we could do, we could do, we could take a lot of stuff he says out of context and then claim he yeah. claims a certain thing and then get in big oh, trouble yeah, I with like him. That. Yeah. So I mean we clearly can use AI to simulate uh, as much of Fletcher as we need to, right? That's true. That the, That's true. Uh there yeah. uh, but I won't do that because they sent a no. very nice letter to us this week and I and I don't wanna I don't wanna besmirch the memory of that letter. So <laughs> Uh, let us uh, let us move forward. So we, uh, yesterday we had no show, and it was funny because I went back and post and put a whole thing at the top that said, "Hey, there's no show Tuesday." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, not enough for people. Yeah, it's not. Turned out, <laughs> whole whole load of them showed up anyway, and I feel a little bad because we weren't great about letting people know during the show. We but, weren't. Uh, we did. We did kind of screw up. Yeah. Yeah. But then we would have had a whole bunch of uh, show titles that were no show tomorrow title. 
Yeah, nobody wants to sift through those. I don't want to do that. No, no, no. It's boring. Yes, you're right. Yeah, That's and a- just and, and you know everybody's fine. Uh, I had a class. I had an SEO class, and now I know how to how to win Google. I can now uh, win Google. Mm. And um, Google's a moving target too. You have to update that class once in a is. while. Yeah, exactly. And this is a class that really is talking about what Google's introducing for uh, 2024. Mm. But they're, it's already in place. But they're making a um, they're making a um, Changing their standards for something called EEAT or EEAT or EEAT. I like that. What does that stand? What does that stand for? I can't remember what it stands for. Let me pull it up here. (laughs) I should remember this. But it's uh, here we go. It stands for. It's probably something like engaging, educational, and thought-provoking or something yeah, like that. Oh it'll be, God, this, it's going to be a this horrible. This page is taking forever. To, here we go. It's taking forever. It's going to be a horrible that. definition. I'm, I'm going to hate it. I already know it. It's basically their people-first content. Uh, here we go. Uh, E-expertise, experience, expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. So basically, what's cool about this is it's identifying websites that are written by humans and not by AI and it has a bunch of factors that it uses to to make sure it's not somebody that's just um, content farming or engagement farming mm. right like mm. it's basically uh, um, checking to make sure that that uh, the the stuff you read at the very top of the page that Google pays the most attention to isn't the this is a page that will give you the recipe for how to make sausage dumplings and sausage dumplings were invented by and mm. dumplings are really tasty and da, 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 da. Mm. and it's you know five scrolls until you actually get to the recipe twitter slash x announced a way to do this same thing today but they're doing it by charging all new users a <laughs> dollar a year yeah yeah which will not stop bot farmers by the way they don't give a shit a dollar yeah, exactly. a year is nothing to them oh. Oh, I have to pay a dollar a year. A dollar? How am I going to afford a dollar a year where we're churning out millions in ripoff money? Give me a break. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it's a real thing, man. The future is a whole lot of um, really smart little robot app scripts that are going to like fool everybody. I realized something yesterday. I was like, um, if if you, okay, I have it right here. Let me show it to you. So look okay. at this. Right, show, I'm, I found. Me. So the, I'm not going to tell you what it is until we get. So this is going to be part of the 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 discussion. I've kind of given it away already. But all right. So I've given you an image. You're going to see a nondescript. Uh, so is the chat a nondescript image of uh, some cable coiled up outside yeah. near a maybe that's a curb or something, uh, so, just out in the yeah. weeds. And what yeah. I was going to do, and I decided not to do it, but I was going to do a post on social something or other where I would say. Went outside yesterday and found this coiled up cable out in the backyard. I don't understand why it's there. It's not mine. Any any ideas? Is someone trying to hack me or do it? I was going to do all that, and then I was yeah. going to immediately follow up with, "JK, this is just a weird uh, image that got generated over on the Adobe Firefly image generator thing when I asked for drooping cable uh, as a reference, and it did, and it gave me this, and I realized." Anybody can make whatever they want now. They just make whatever they want, yeah. and then they can go yeah. make a stink about it as if there was a stink, and there's no exactly. stink. It's just beware. Lo, what you should like the the posts really should be watch out for this kind of snake. It looks like coiled up coaxial cable in your backyard, <laughs> but really it can kill you with one bite. Right, right. That's what I should have done. 
I mean, I could have gone nuts with it. The point is that it, there we are, you know, I'm not trying, this isn't paranoid talk. It's just going to be annoying because I think a lot of times yeah. we're going to be, we're going to have plenty of skeptical people that will go, uh-huh, right, whatever, and we'll, and we'll not be fooled by things. The point is we're going to have to sift through it, though. It's going to be yeah. everywhere. It's going to be annoying and in our way of our normal everyday uh, totally data exactly. transactions. It's like uh, it already is in some ways, right? It's just like, yes, stop. It's we got to figure out a better way. The one thing I do like about Adobe's plan moving forward for this stuff is that they are going to um oh, what was the deal? They're going to watermark everything. It'll also have something in the image code. So it'll always be like, yeah, we, this is a artificially generated thing. Oh, we really? want to be upfront like about yeah, that. Yeah, like a water, hidden watermark kind of thing that you can't that you easily can't, get rid of. Yeah, you can't. I mean, there'll be ways around it. There always is. But they're going to try to do that. And then the other thing was, Tom was telling me about this. They were going to add, oh, what was the other thing? Shit. Oh, it's that all their image data is trained on their own stuff they own. So they don't train on any open data. They don't train on any public data. They don't scrape websites. They don't scrape social stuff. Oh, that's good. Good. All Jeez. internal. So I, I think I think there are some plans yeah. for companies to move forward in ethical ways, but I still think um, it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be bad. And I'm trying to remember where I saw it, but there's a um, there is a tool you can use or a way that you can when you put artwork online a thing that you can do to prevent it from being scraped for oh interesting um, so like as an artist you can prevent it oh, well, um, how are they doing that that sounds great yeah like something in the it's like a combination of tags and urls like i think you i think you take it through a different um url right you have your your url mm. where that graphic sits and then you have a different URL that that reroutes, but something about AI can't follow through that that second. But if somebody wanted manually to just still pull the image down and pump it into the thing, they could. I they guess. still could, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Okay, but that's one step closer. I like that. That's one step closer. Yeah, I mean, it involves that one involves more manual work if somebody if somebody really wants to, yeah, mess with it. But uh, yeah, make them work hey, for it. That's what there. I say. Exactly. Don't, don't make exactly. it easy. Don't let them just uh, turn on a machine and walk away. You got to like make them poke around and click shit you know exactly yes uh all right i have a, a fun thing i'm doing that uh involves my my son nicholas he and i have decided uh -huh. that uh his list of movies he hasn't seen yet are, is too large and meaning yes. good movies like yeah stuff he should see movies to see right. godfather godfather on that list yes godfather's on okay. there goodfellas is on there uh, what's the other mod? How about Goodfather and Godfellas? Good, you good, both of those on there? Godfellas is really good. I better make sure it's on there. Uh, we have... Hey, you think I'm funny? What is it about me that makes you think I'm funny? Please, Lord. I will come to you with a favor. <laughs> you do a decent... Uh, I do a horrible Marlon Brando. Don't even don't even try to give me credit for that. It's yes. not bad. It's all right. I'm gonna. Right. I'm not gonna say that you'll win any awards, but I'll say that it was. I knew who you meant. Let's how about it's that? It's got to be, a, and it's one I've never tried. I've never tried to do a Brando. So really, it was just a. Uh, it was like an old man De Niro. That's mm. <laughs> what it was. You talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that new movie yeah. that. Uh, um, Purple Moon or the hell? What's it called? The, oh, the one about uh, indigenous uh, people. Yes, the I new Scorsese movie. What's yeah. it called? It's called Flower over the, Night of the Flower Moon. Or flowers like over the monkey's moon. 
That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's coming out this weekend, and I'm a big Scorsese yes. fan, so I'm very excited about that. I guess Apple getting killers it. Killers of the Flower killers, Moon. Killer yeah. of the Flower Moon. Yeah. <laughs> killers of the Flower Moon. Right. <laughs> right. Killers of the Flower movie. <laughs> um, I guess Apple's getting it first after it's theatrical, and it will be sure. a four-hour cut. Isn't that an isn't it an Apple T Apple TV produced movie or was that a different thing I saw that was like produced by Apple TV? It might be. Um, they may have used them like like he did Netflix for um, uh, for the Irishman, so it's possible. Yeah, yeah. But I think they're so I think they'll do the. But I think the plan is the theatrical cut is shorter, and then this four hour beast will be on Jeez. Apple TV Plus. Yeah, the theatrical cut just to give you an idea is still. Uh, Three hours and twenty six minutes, so yeah. three and a half hours. Yeah, he kind of wants to go f- forever when he makes movies. Yeah, exactly. It's like, ah, uh, you know, the years what I lack in quality, I make up for in quantity. Mm-hmm. I guess so. <laughs> it's a, there's a really good two hour movie in this three and a half hours of stuff that I put out there. I mean, he's got what maybe another movie or two in him, probably, probably in, in his lifetime. Yeah. Oh, at least, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like. Uh, uh, I liked The Irishman, but I probably would have liked it more trimmed down to trim the fat and make it two hours, you know? Yeah. I think that could have used some trim. I liked it a lot, but... I did too, I but it, yeah. It was a it was, I think it was my least favorite of the nominees that year, though, two years ago. I like uh, I like what Tarantino did with um, Hateful Eight, which... Uh, the Net- so Netflix has both the film... Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is a shorter version, and then they have a four-hour miniseries that's cut up into four chunks. I need to watch that. I have not watched the uh, the miniseries. I, it's I think very it's good. Been, it's been enough time that it'll, a lot of it'll be fresh to me again. So it's very that's very cool. good. I I still yeah, think I think it's my favorite Tarantino. It's a kind of a hard thing to pick, but I think it's my favorite. I love it. This, uh, you know, seeing it uh, at Alamo Drafthouse, I think this weekend. Um, we'll see because I've got a lot of crap going on this weekend, but. Uh, um, it might be, I mean, it'll definitely be at Alamo Draft House, so it might be a two popcorn or one popcorn refill movie. Mm. Usually, we the big metal bowl of freshly made popcorn with their real butter that they yeah. give you. Yeah, oh my god, it's so damn good! <laughs> it's it's real butter because if you don't eat that thing within the first half hour of the movie, when you scrape down into the bowl. You're getting like slightly congealed popcorn, buttery mm-hmm. popcorn, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to lie, is still pretty damn good. Oh, I like but, it. Uh, yeah, you're not going to yeah. convince me that stuff's bad. I like it a lot. Yeah, but uh, three and a half hours, I think, is. Uh, can we get a refill on our Coke Zeros and this popcorn, please? Yes, yeah. and I'll need to pee three times, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, he's like, can you pause the movie so I can pee, <laughs> or do I need to just do it into the metal bowl you provide? <laughs> I dare you to ask that question. <laughs> well, I can't ask it because it's a quiet zone. I'll have to write it down. Oh, right. The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll write it down on the sheet. Could you pause the movie so I can pee or should I just use the popcorn bowl? <laughs> I would die. I would love that so much. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty They're pretty quick about kicking out loud people. Do you think they're quick about kicking out weird people? <laughs> like, if you, if yeah, you oh, yeah I'm, that sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I bet, I bet I'd, I'd get an audible laugh out of them. Because they they start to know us there at that theater because mm. we because we go enough we got to use our season pass, uh, but uh, yeah then <laughs> Merrick's right then we're gonna get the uh, the second announcement at the top of the movie where Michelle Yeoh comes out and says also please don't pee in the popcorn mm. bowls we know this movie is long but yeah. please don't pee in the popcorn yeah you'll bowls. be the one responsible for it you'll be and like she, that guy that that put poison in the Tylenol in the eighties he's the yeah. reason that yeah. all that packaging got added <laughs> right. 
Yeah, yeah Michelle Yeoh came out before, uh, I mean, came out, like basically was on screen before a hunting in Venice to tell everybody, um, be quiet, keep your phones out, out of sight, off, all that stuff, or else I'm going to punch you like uh, like crouching oh. tiger, hidden dragon. Good Lord. Wait a minute. So she did a thing special for them, for Alamo. Yeah, for Alamo Draft House. Yeah. That's cool. I'll take that over. It starts uh, with, uh, thank Kidman. you for coming and watching movies in person at the theater. It, it, it helps blah, 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 and keeps blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, now, it's, keep your phone silent. Shut up. Or I'm going to, ha-cha! <laughs> like she did her like karate chop stuff from uh, That's Crouching Tiger. Yeah. That's great. I love that. She's great. She's an na- international she is, treasure, her. She's an international treasure. <clears throat> love her. All right. So anyway, this list. We have this list. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> we were on the list. Yeah, yeah we're on the list. And uh, so it's a big, long list. I won't go through all the movies that are on it. But we had our first uh, attempt to get together and, and watch this stuff. So we ordered Jersey Mike's and got some... Wow, some uh, earlier mentioned Coke Zeros and and uh, <laughs> plopped down on the on the couch there. Uh, he has Mondays off, so we did it on, during a chunk of time on Monday, and we watched Shawshank Redemption, and he had never seen it, and uh, as as predicted, he was blown away and loved it, and can't wait to see it again. He was super into it because uh, it's great. It, it's it's arguably. It's one, the best movie ever made, possibly. It's so it, good. Uh, it tangos with Empire Strikes Back at the top of my favorite movie list of all time. Yeah, me and me, me and uh, Fury Road get along real good. But if yeah. you held a gun to me and said, Scott, you have to pick one. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Shawshank is mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we watched that. That was great. And uh, anyway, I noticed something. There's a guy. So... <laughs> In that in that movie, there there's kind of a group of dudes who hang around in that prison. It's right. obviously Andy and Red and a few other people, but the other people get you know varying degrees of exposure. Um, right. The guy who plays uh, William Sadler plays the Mr. kind Sadler. of Sadler. That's that's the name I was trying to remember. It's yeah. like oh yeah, William Sadler. I love that guy. That yes. He's amazing. He's in all the Darabont things. Anyways, seems like he went into every movie he ever made. Best. But. My favorite, I think my favorite uh, William Sadler role and, and the only one where he plays a good guy, a relatively good guy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's true. He was pretty good in, um, he was great as death in. Uh, oh, yeah. Meet Joe. Oh, not Meet Joe Black. That was a different one. Uh, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's Brad sequel. Pitt was, Brad Pitt was death in. Uh, yeah. It was the sequel, whatever the second one is. I always forget that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bogus Journey. Bogus Journey. Yeah. He was great in that. Um, bad guy in Die Hard 2. All this, you know, William Sadler's just a. Yes. He's just a national treasure a once again. Anyway, so we're watching all these guys, and they're all doing their thing. And there's there's the guy named Floyd, and there's this other guy named Deke, I think it was his name. Mm-hmm. Big mix of people. There's one guy in there that had like three lines through the whole movie, but he was always with that group. And I'd never noticed this in my ten other times seeing the movie, or however many times I've seen Shawshank, probably more than that. But the guy that played Jackie Aprio on The Sopranos is in this group. And he doesn't have a lot to say. They barely use him. He has like maybe, like I said, two, three lines. But it really took me out of those scenes. Oh. Because this dude is is in there and it's just like, what do you do? I just finished the Sopranos rewatch, right? So I'm like, what are you doing in this? Get out of this. You can't be in this. You were just you were an a-hole in the Sopranos. (laughs) I don't need to be looking at you and you know, spending any more time with you. But anyway, that was a weird thing I noticed. And then the other thing I noticed, the very end of this film, right as the credits start, right as right as uh um what's his name? Morgan Freeman shows up to the party Mm -hmm. at the end. Mm -hmm. And he's saying his final 
words about hope or whatever it is. The rock that uh, has no earthly reason for being <laughs> in that field. Here it is. Exactly. I brought it with me. He goes out there. There's the boat. They're on the beach. They hug. The yeah. camera goes way up into kind of like, you know. See uh, what now? Yeah. And the camera's up high like helicopter shot. And then they're supposed to fade and do credits. Yeah. But the first thing they do is a dedication to somebody who died during production. Oh, really? Okay. And I'd I, forgotten about that too. And it's it's weird now to have that always there in a movie mm. like this that you're going to see a billion times because <clears throat> TNT has it on re- <clears throat> repeat right. for part right. of the year. <clears throat> People love it. They go back to it all the time. And there it is every time. And Nick goes, who's that? I'm like, see, this is why you don't want to put that in there permanently. You do it for the theatrical run. I understand we want to keep these people in our thoughts and yeah, you know, yeah. all that. I don't want to forget the great work and the life you lived and all. I don't want to forget any of those sure. things. But maybe you should put like a little moratorium on it. Like five years in, cut that out of your credits. Just a, just so no one knows who that know. dude is, and it's a weird thing at the very end to go for blah blah blah. It's the first thing yeah. you see as you cut to the blank. Yeah, but all right, okay. Let me let me let's do another example of this. Do you think that Star Trek Beyond should get rid of the the tribute to um uh crap? What was his name? Played the, oh the, played the, Chekhov. Um, yes. Uh, just, uh, oh God, Anton Anton Yelchin. Uh, Yelchin, thank you, Anton Yelchin. Yeah, I say no. I think that needs to always be in there. I, I agree like, because and, he's in it and he's a prominent character in it, and they sh- that should happen. This guy was not even in the movie; he's just some friend of somebody's. Oh, really? Oh, really? He's not, he wasn't one of the. Oh, no, okay, I looked gotcha. him up. He's he like was, a production assistant, something, something or other. Like he's he's got something to do with the film and something to do with the production, but he's not an actor or a I prominent still, person. Oh, see, but that I feel like that that then puts too much value on the actors and not enough value on the people behind the scenes. What? All right, let me ask you this: What if instead, uh, and this 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 is probably the most Scott Johnson thing ever? Mm. What if any time someone who is involved in that movie passes away, they extend, they add to that memoriam? So basically, you know, you watch the Maltese Falcon, and there's a five minute this movie uh, in tribute to. Uh, well, all these people. Blip, 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 skip, blip, blip, See, that would suck. Up. That'd be terrible. Like, for example, one of the great actors in that movie, a venerable actor in his own right, the guy who played Brooks, uh, died in 99 or something. Uh, six years after this was made, or five, six, seven years, whatever it was. And if they, if he had died during production or before the finished film, yes, put him on there. Tack him in there. You have him die later. No. Like, yeah. That would be weird. I, Every movie no, would be a million I, miles long of dedications. Yeah, no, no. And I and I was jokingly saying that because it speaks right to your, oh, this makes it easy for me to see who in this film is dead. <laughs> because I get a nice list at the end. That, <laughs> That's a good like point. Like a little checklist. Yeah. Um, You're actually, for me, I could reuse it. But I don't think the general public yeah. wants it. Yeah. No, I think that if you pass away, if you're involved in a film and you pass away during the making of that film or within within a few months of the film being finished but maybe not released yet and they can put that in there i feel like it should be in there for in, in perpetuity all right well it's in there it seems like for good because i watched the 4k digital one and yeah. it's there man <laughs> i just watched uh what might be the the well i know i'm gonna run into more and i could probably even think of what they're gonna be but one of the shittiest episodes of moonlighting which is this um 
black and white for the most part it's called the dream sequence always rings twice and it's a black and white um maddie has some wine and falls asleep on the couch and um after they just visited a uh an old-timey theater and uh she has this dream sequence about this murder that was committed in the theater 50 years earlier or something okay. or or i guess 80s would have been you know 40 50s 30 years 40s, earlier, 30s, whatever yeah and um, she thought, well, it's clearly the, the guy did it. It was like a love triangle. And, oh, no, the guy did it. And then David Addison is saying, oh, the girl, hey, come to Los Angeles. The, the woman did it. That's who did it. Yeah, yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> and, um, uh, and whole, he didn't do the Seagram song, but right. add that Seagram's in there. golden wine cooler. <laughs> anyway, so he, uh, they, he has this, they both have this dream sequence about their perspective of the murder. And, and of course, they play the two people who are involved in the murder and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, and it's the most, number one, there's zero relevance. There, there's no consequences. It's just basically, hey, what if we both had a dream? Do, do, do. Um, but because that thing was so black and white, and I guess because they felt like this is something they needed to prepare people for. They had Orson Welles on at the beginning of the show to say, hello, I'm Orson Welles. And today television takes a giant leap backwards. (laughs) Like does this whole intro before Al Jarreau starts singing the opening music. Yeah. And, uh, and he says, at about 12 minutes into the following presentation, uh, everything will turn black and white. It is not a problem with your television set. Repeat, this is not a problem with your television set. Oh, my Lord. It's like, really? You feel like you need to explain this? But the reason I bring this up is right before, right after his this opening intro, they have a in-memoriam Orson Welles who apparently passed away like six months after he did that. Oh, uh, oh shit. That, before uh, it aired or whatever yeah. yeah before it aired after it was filmed before it aired yeah. so uh he drank too much uh, wine before it's time that's what i think he him. drank i think he drank some wine before it's time and that was like <laughs> oh no this is bad it's, it's, uh, it's just fruit juice <laughs> yeah if you don't know that reference everybody ask your gen x friends or relatives okay <laughs> and then he said rosebud and they <laughs> <laughs> said the spaceships are coming and then he died yeah that was it that's his whole thing uh, there you go. Now you know everything you need to know. That's great. That uh, sounds like it. a bad holodeck episode of Star Trek to me. It kind of was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Zero, zero stakes, zero relevance, and uh, yeah. So, uh, sorry if I spoiled that episode of Moonlighting from 1983 or whatever it was yeah. for you, but uh, you guys will worry. all be okay. Don't worry. You can skip it. Watch the Orson Welles intro and then just skip that episode. Yeah, skip the rest of it. You'll be fine. Yeah, watch the one with Charles Rocket, the late great Charles Rocket. I don't know who that the is. first Charles person Rocket. ever to drop the f bomb on Saturday Night Live, I think. Oh, I know that story. Um, yeah, I don't. Why is the name not? Oh, okay, I know this guy. Yeah, Charles. Oh Rocket. my gosh, that guy. What is? Is that he? Guy. He died, right? Yeah, he, he died. died. Yeah. What's he doing these days? Yeah, oh, he's decomposing. Yeah, he's decomposing. Fifty-six years old is all though. That's yeah, like, super young. Yeah. Well, you don't like that's that. Right. He was in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, right. That's, that's no good. Um. All right, let's. Uh, oh, I want to play you something here. So Carter's been in Korea for the last week. Oh yeah, right. She's and, uh, uh, so not in Japan anymore. Now on to yeah. Korea. Japan was brief-ish. Uh, she'd been to Japan entirely before, but this time it was like right. a little bit of time in Tokyo, and then her and her cousins flew to Korea, South Korea, obviously yeah. uh, <laughs> near Seoul, and they're there the whole time until she comes back. And cool. she sent this to me if I can find it. Oh, they don't disappear, do they? 
Oh, dang it. I should have recorded it when I got it. What is this Snapchat thing? You mean the pictures disappear? Well, it's actually just iMessages and it's the voice messages. Oh. They go away unless you tell them to stay. Crap. Oh, shoot. I don't have it then. But anyway, she went karaokeing and they did, um, she did uh, a big Linkin Park set. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) And then she sent me audio of her voice now and it's so, it sounds like paper in the wind, her voice. It's just completely gone, and I was, and it was cute. Not that I'd play it here, but no, iMessages deletes the, the voice things after you've heard them. You oh, bastards. that sucks. That's too yeah, bad. that's yeah, uh, bummer. Or maybe I'm supposed to push something and say save this, you know? And I you didn't. probably are. It was nice of you to save when I uh, sent you that message that where I basically thought I was dictating, and I said <laughs> dot 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 lol. Uh, yeah, how did I know to do face. that one? How did I get that one? And not this. Like, I don't remember what I did. It was a while ago. It was back when they first announced that feature. You guys want to hear that? Hold on. I love this. It's one of my favorite clips. I think I say, ha, ha, ha. That's what it was. I, I actually... I can't remember what... I dictated ha, ha, but really I was sending you an audio message. All right, let's see. I've got two files. Is this one? <laughs> no, that's us laughing. <laughs> no, that's you making a red noise. I don't know what I called this. Uh, uh, what would I have named this? Forever. I know I have voice, it. Voice, voice, maybe? Uh, voice. Uh, I don't know. I'm bad at tagging my files. Tag your audio files, I'm man. I'm terrible. There's so many now. I don't even know where to Come start. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right. So how about this one? Bum, 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 bum. No. Mud, 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 mud. No. Jeez. Hold on. <laughs> shit gratifter. <laughs> oh, there's the original. Yeah, we found the shit gratifter. I can't right, find on it. that shirt. Thanks, uh, Stephanie. The shirt. Uh... It was great, though, because he goes, ha, 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 comma, something, something. Yeah, right. Period. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I will find that somehow. I will yeah, find you right. no matter what occurs. All right. Ah. Let's uh, let's move on to Brian's cool Iron Man. Is it there in front Ooh, of you? Yeah. I want to see this thing. Oh, it look at it. It's right there. You. Holy shit. It is, uh, here's my hand for reference on how big this thing is. Oh, is he poseable in any pose? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, sort of. So he, he comes there now, his, his eyes are glowing. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, totally Maybe not. Okay. Um, so he's sort of poseable in any pose. Um, you get, uh, four different sets of hips. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you have to unscrew his crotch to change his, his hips and uh, <laughs> but those hips allow him to do like the superhero landing pose with his left arm down I can also do superhero landing pose with his right arm down with a separate pair of hips just your basic standing like like he's in his display like uh, the, the Tony Stark's uh, um, Mark 3 display and then the um, uh, and then one where it's just like a you know the the that Iron Man pose that you kind of oh, see where he's psh- kind of twisted a little bit and he's like doing his whole. Yeah. Sure. But this is the one I wanted. And I was thinking, well, totally, I'll totally be able to fit him up there on the back of the shelf. It's like, oh no, no, he's, I mean, this is. Uh, he's he even hanging sitting. over that shelf, uh, the he's top of that thing. This one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, buddy. He's a big boy. But what's cool is this is on a little rotating platform. Oh, like a little lazy Susan. You could put yeah. like food on so, it. But look, you can see. I did not feel safe having him 
I could I could take those rubber bands down and that and that stick right here. Yeah. I just do not feel safe about him not falling <laughs> off of this thing. I've yeah. shaken I've like sh- I've shaken the uh, the the bookcase that he's sitting on and that sort of thing. So um, so do for you those know? Of you who are so listening, yeah. yeah. So this thing that that these things come in pieces over time. Yeah. Yes. How, two years of pieces. Two years of pieces. Did you figure? Yes. I can't remember if you told us last time. Did you figure out what that overtime ends up costing for the final? Yeah. Piece? So I did. I actually sat down and I did the math, and um, so all told, the whole thing was about <laughs> dollars and um, about forty-two cents after that. So, uh, what a yeah. strange time for the internet to act up. Oh, weird. Dang it, Zoom yeah. and Discord. Oh, oh shoot. What has uh, happened? And oh, now you've forgotten yeah. it. Now we don't. We can't say it again. We don't know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'll never remember. <clears throat> I'm sure it's a nice, nice, n- big number, but it feels better because it's overtime, right? Like it's a. It's overtime, and again, if you say, "Oh, would I pay X amount for that that model?" No. I wouldn't, but would I pay X amount for the experience of putting it all together, seeing how it's all made? Um, uh, then yeah, I totally would uh, do it again. Yeah, and 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 I will do it again. I'm doing it again with the Millennium Falcon, um, <clears throat> thanks to a uh, uh, the support of uh, listeners. Oh, and, very uh, nice, very generous uh, benefactor. But I'll still take additional monies for it. Yeah. Um, no, not. I don't think it's not too grand. No, it wouldn't be that, right? Claire, geez, Louise. it's got to be in the hundreds, but not too yeah, grand. Yeah. Come on now. JK, I think, was exaggerating. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Millennium Falcon build, and so I'm doing all this stuff on streaming. That's the agreement that if I do, if I do the Millennium Falcon, I'll only do it on streaming. So, um, so if you go to YouTube.com/slash Coverville, you can see the video that I did of this putting this one together. The last few pieces to do the new set of hips and then put him in uh, a superhero landing pose and you'll watch him fall off but the desk I'm using to assemble him and land on the floor and still come out okay. Oh my goodness. Surprisingly. Yeah, you don't want that. Hey, there's another uh, Coverville in here. Oh, really? Coverville official on YouTube. Uh, on YouTube. Yeah, check this out. Coverville official covering hits since 2023. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. That's nice of them to, uh, uh, let's see, there it is right there. The one that's called Coverville Official yeah, 11. Yeah, that's the well, one. No, there's no 11 on this. Or no, is there? Oh, maybe yeah, there is. Yeah, there's another one. Coverville. Uh, yeah, I only see Official No 11. Um, hilarious. Best of Coverville. Oh, hold on here. Coverville 5838. There's a bunch of Coverville's. I see that one, 58388. Yeah. You got some Covervilles in here. Yeah, I've seen this guy, and he's uh, this guy that the, the Coverville 5838 has uh, stopped two years ago. Oh, well, good. Screw um, that guy. Uh, but it looks like I need to do another uh, another cease and desist. Yeah. I mean, look Get at this your guy. lawyers involved, Brian. Lawyer up. Well, there's one that's like this Josh Griffin playlist uploaded two days ago. That one. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Coverville official 13 subscribers. Um, yeah. Looks like I need to... Uh, he looks so studious. You get your glasses on while you make this. He looks so studious. I like. I that. know. Yeah. Look at you. You look like. Oh, he's look. I've got the glue. I got the stuff. Here's the here's the item. I can see it all because I'm wearing these glasses. Yeah. Here's my head and the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's like where I'm bending over and you just basically get a nice close up of my uh, my bald head. Yeah, yeah. You're noggin. I like it. All right, that's awesome. Go check that out, you yeah, guys. Yeah, it's like I need to. Uh, yeah, I guess I need to 
reach out to this person say uh dude whoever you are take down yourself coverville coverville official is not coverville uh it's not official anything it's officially wrong no officially wrong that's what i say all right we're gonna call oh man we're running late we gotta call dental oh yeah we need to get some done away in this damn damn straight son uh, mm-hmm. That means we got to move quickly as well because uh, we got Tom at the top of the hour. So we're going to bring him Dunaway. We're going to have some uh, some some uh, feud, and uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be great. I can promise you that. Here's this. Oh, that's quiet. Let's turn that up. <laughs> Dunaway, what are you doing? <laughs> oh. Hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Just sitting here waiting on my friends to call me. Uh, I know. Oh, I thought that was a, that sounded like an AI version of uh, Dunaway. Yeah, it did for a second. Oh. That was weird. Oh. You were gonna, really? Yeah, you were going to fool Brian. us. If you were going to fool us, I don't know what we'd do. Uh, we're gonna, go who, says I'm not, who says I'm not artificial intelligence? Oh, well, mm. I've never really put that into place before, but now I have. We also have Guacmar joining us, who will be our uh, person who may win some things Ooh. today. Uh, Guacmar, welcome to the program. Have you been on before? Yeah, it's been for a long sure. time. Remember, yeah. it's been a bit though. Yeah, yeah it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. it's been a long time getting from Every you to time. this. Or you whatever. cannot sing it, can you? Uh, it's you good to have you here. Not. Your your avatar freaks me out because I'm I'm playing a game that has a lot of Cthulhu stuff in it, and uh, your avatar has that in it. That's scary. Cthulhu. Yeah, I'm very it's scared. Like, it's- it's that way for a reason. Yeah. No, I understand. Uh, you're you're in touch with the dark world, and uh, we're going to be in touch with you now. Brian, why don't you explain these rules and how this thing works and what we're going to do and all that stuff. Yeah. So uh, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics. Scott and Brian have to predict the answers that they gave us, and it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. I'm going through this quick because we're late. Uh, Guacamar, your job is more important oh, than ever. I know it's been a while. Down. Hopefully you remember how to play this thing. Because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. If your team wins, you get a prize package. Ooh, that includes geometric sniper, shoot the shapes, and 3,000th duel. Mm. Remember, that's the, that's the Geometry Wars rules. Shoot the shapes. That's the Shoot deal. Shoot the shapes. Yep. yep. That's great. Awesome. Shoot the shapes. Those are good games, Shoot both of those. Shapes. Yeah. Sweet. Um, all right. Let's get to your topic. Let's get this thing going here. Um, we asked uh, 471 tadpoolers to give their best answer to this. What intellectual property should have a theme park? Oh, man. Come on. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Simpsons. Damn it. That just Uh, came out of my butt. Not on the board, but I will tell you that that, a few people did say that, and it made it to number... It's on here. Where is it? Gosh, it's further down than I thought. Oh, 51. Jeez, okay. That's a terrible Uh, Dunaway, uh, any any answer? Even though they're already... Even though there already is, I know these people, and they definitely said Harry Potter. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, show me Harry Potter. Ah! Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. no. Um, all right, so. Make Guacamar. Make Guacamar. That's what I'm going to make him do, and then he gets to choose who he plays with. Guacamar, uh, name an intellectual property that should have a theme park Dungeons and Dragons. Show me Dungeons oh and Dragons. Oh, my God. Brilliant. Um, all right. Ding, it's number four, but I can't select it because brilliant. whoever you choose will get the points. So oh, who do yeah, you want to brilliant. play with? Oh, yeah. Who do you want? Uh, let's do Scott. Okay. All let's right. do me. Good idea. Good I plan. Have to 
It's like having to choose which child is your. That was an amazing answer, by the way, Guac Mark. That was an amazing. I would love, and you were quick. Love to do that. You even beat like like the lag that naturally comes with Discord. I don't know how you did that. (laughs) You got it so quick. That probably was your your answer when you filled out the form, right? It was. Yeah, it's impressive as hell. Nice. Uh, All right, very good. So Scott, you have run of the board, and you have Guac Mar as a uh, a fellow uh, 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 fellow person, a fellow person, Um, a colleague. Now we have enough. Uh, this is a tricky one because my my brain almost said, and I didn't because I'm a little hesitant these days. But it feels like an actual Blizzard world. People would have said there. People in our community would have filled this thing up with that as the number one answer a few years ago. I don't know if they would now. But how do you feel, Guacmar, about like? I absolutely feel well with Blizzard World. Blizzard World. Okay, I bet we're in the top even though, ten. Even though it's already in China, so I mean that's true. They faked it oh. over there. Yeah. They got. They never got in trouble either. They just run it. They just have a big old Blizzard world, and they just do it. And nobody cares. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's say some sort of Blizzard property, World of Warcrafty, you know, thing world. Sure. Okay. Blizzard. Show me Blizzard World. Oh, it is number Blizzard one. World. Number one answer on the board, and and people did mostly say either World of Warcraft or Warcraft. A couple people said Starcraft and Diablo, but a lot of people actually said Blizzard World. So I just lumped all of that together yeah. since that was a. Because that that's Overwatch. what it would be, right? It would be all the yeah. IPs and stuff. Yep, exactly. Uh, okay, that made me feel a lot better where my head's at here. Let's do... Um, you got anything, anything Star pop? Trek? Star Trek, you say? That's good. Yeah. I like that. Star Trek. Star Trek. Trek. Okay, show me Star, Star Trek. Trek. <laughs> number three and absolutely should be a real thing for pete's sake why Good is it answer. not i agree now some we people- had it for a little while the hilton in las vegas was the closest thing we had to a yeah to a star and that Trek cool that cool themed uh the the concept art for the Good hotel answer. they were gonna build do you remember that yes yes oh i wanted that so bad that would have been great yeah um so uh, let me ask the host a quick question here you probably don't, can't answer this uh, are there some things on this list that already do exist? Because Harry Potter well, didn't happen, but there, there's probably some, right? Um, y- y- uh, no, I'll tell you this: in the top ten, <laughs> in the top ten, none of those items made the list. Okay, but, but other things have created, like uh, other things that already exist. For example, there already is a Simpsons land in Universal yeah, Studios. Yeah. Obviously, oh, yeah. a, I didn't know a that Harry Potter land in, in Universal. I knew that. I knew there was a. Actually, you know. can take a picture in front of Moe's bar and and drink a Duff beer. Welcome to Moe's. Yeah. I just watched my garbage can get destroyed by the garbage truck. Whoa! Oh, no. Do you no. have a camera on that? Nice. I hope that's cool. No, it's it's right outside my window. I'm looking oh, right wow. at it. Oh, that's badass, dude. Did they did they stop and like say you know here's a certificate for a free trash can or something? No, they're getting out. They just put more trash in the trash can. They're pulling it off of the arm. They just pierced right through it. Oh, oh my no. gosh! Nice. They'll bring you another one. That's how that works. But they, I, uh, so. I was hoping it exploded everywhere and they just drive off. You know, it's like yeah, <laughs> with it like still impaled and they just can't shake it yeah, off their, you know, their. It would be the capstone of my past three days. So oh, well, perfect. That's perfect. Oh, That's yeah. what God, I really hope you win. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Uh, I have a I have a notion that people would say Mad Max World, so I'm just gonna throw it out. Mad Max World. Okay. All right. Show me Mad Max World. Yeah. Number ten. Oh, yeah. You know, my you know this. Oh, it's glorb. Woo! 
I cannot believe it. That is some BS right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's some BS. Are you kidding? I would go to that place every year. Are you kidding me? Uh, Nobody wants wrong. to go to dystopia world. Yeah. Who would want to do that? What are you going to do? Paint to get some spray paint and paint your face every year? Yeah. Yes, I do it's a, what a lovely day. You bring home your own uh, t- uh, uh, steering wheel. I mean, it's an amazing idea. Well, then why not Waterworld? Uh, well, there is so, one at uh, Universal. They got a thing there. So they have so a Waterworld uh, uh, stage show. Yeah, yeah they still of, still do the, it. Uh, food kiosks, you can get yourself your, your own personal blood bag to follow you around. Yeah, dude. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Instead of a lightsaber, you build a blood bag. See? Guacmar yeah. <laughs> understands. He understands. He knows the truth of this. Yeah. All right. Well, we're killing it here. Guacmar, any others that uh, jump out? I've got, a, I've got a couple, but they are very esoteric. Okay. Let's see what uh, you got. Let's go. How about Doctor Who? Oh, Doctor Who Land. Ooh, yes. Whoville. Doctor Whoville. Wait, that's that one. No, not Doctor Whoville. (laughs) So you enter so you enter Doctor Whoville, Who Land through a TARDIS. You go inside and then you come out the other side, and then you're all of a sudden And it always just looks like a TARDIS that was on the side of a street. But think about it. You got the you got the Daleks. You got the Cybermen. You got the yeah. But what does the land look like? Does it look like Gallifrey or does it look like um, all the huh? Looks like London. Oh, it looks like like London. London. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then so you go into different places, and it's like, oh no, there's weeping angels here. Uh, Back out with your eyes wide open. Uh, Oh, I like that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Music the whole time. Show me the Doctor. Number eight. (laughs) Nicely done. Good points too. Yeah. I mean, we're at 26 done away. I don't know how you're feeling, but... Uh... Shut up. This is a bunch of crap. <laughs> Calling me late and then beating my ass. <laughs> still, still possible for Brian to win without running the board, but uh, very specific things have to happen for that to, yeah. to, that, for that to work. Well, Guacmar, I like your sense of uh, stuff here. What's the, What was the other one you were holding on to? Uh, Magic the Gathering. Oh, let's try Magic. Let's do it. Hmm. Nerds, Show bunch me. of nerds. Yeah. MTG. Oh, oh first come strike. Come concession stand and try our Black Lotus. It's only $10,000. Mm, pretty good deal. Pretty good price. <laughs> Actually, I think that is a good price for the Black Lotus. Doctor Who cards for Magic. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, they did the Lord of the Rings stuff, and now they Is there a, like, one one copy of the Sonic Screwdriver that everybody's yeah. chasing after, but Post Malone will eventually get? <laughs> no, no. Very much. Okay. <laughs> Oh, he just announced something that makes me sad. We don't have time to tell you the story, but I'll talk about it later. Anyway, Dunaway, go ahead. New tattoo? No. The short of it is he wants to build a huge compound, and so he's maybe moving out of state to do it because he can't get cheap enough land here. Yeah, Yeah, I listened to his interview on Howard Stern yesterday, Mm -hmm. and I was a little disappointed. He was really scattered and, and just answered things very, with, you know, very. Um, one word responses and stuff like that. I really wanted to learn more about him, but it really felt like he was, maybe he was really high. Which, I think uh, he was probably really high, if I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, he gets high a lot. Yeah. He went to go see Howard Stern, but then he got high. That's how I get high. <laughs> I get high. Uh, Dunaway, All right, what do you uh, think? Dunaway, please. It's been so long since it's been my turn. <laughs> <sighs> you forgot the question. I can't remember if Scott's... <laughs> I can't remember if Scott's first stupid answer was Star Wars or not. I'm afraid to say it now. I can tell uh, you it wasn't, if that helps you. Because right, the goal here is to run the board. It a lot because then I'll use it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can if you want. Duh. It's a no-brainer. I mean, even though Disney is essentially that, I mean, come on. Yeah. They have come Star on, Wars. Uh, that's, your, that's your guess? Star Wars? No. <laughs> Mandalorian. 
Oh, Mandalorian world. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. I'll go. I'll go with Star Wars. Okay. Let's get this out of the way. Show me Star Wars. Oh, shit. Yeah, Scott already asked me if uh, there were things that already existed on this list. And I told him that 11 and higher, yes, but not in the top 10. And Star Wars already exists. Which is why I didn't say Star Wars. I I misunderstood what you said. Okay. That's deserve its own full on theme park. But uh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Like a full on Marvel theme park would be amazing. Oh, yeah. In fact, don't say that. Can we say. Hmm. See this. He kind just of, said. Yeah, but it kind of fits in that. La- yeah, so it fits in that last cat or that idea that it, maybe it's not in the top ten. I don't know. Guacmar, what are you thinking? You've been you've been well, real good at this so far. At first, I was going to go with uh, Claire's guess about um, Nintendo, but they're building that. Yeah, they've oh, already, they already, already have. It's already built. You can go there and have a, yeah. uh, a Princess Peach shake. Yeah. Yeah. It's More just, like Nintendo. Don't. Mm. How about? <laughs> You know, for blanks and giggles, Minecraft. All right. Oh, oh you know what? Dude, I would love a yeah. Minecraft world. That'd yeah. be awesome. I'd be down with that. All right. Show me Minecraft. Ah. Yeah, it's kind of a bad idea. Just be a bunch of holes. It would be, <laughs> be the idea. easiest thing to make. Just a bunch of painted boxes. Right. Uh, number 22, by the way, uh, Minecraft. Right. It made the list, though. Wow. All right. It did make the list. Yeah, enough people said it. Uh, Dunaway, keys are in your hands. Well, then, I've got to say, then, since y'all are looking at the chat room, I might as well go the same way. There's been a, re- a resurgence of Futurama. I would love to go get in the suicide booth with uh, Bender and uh, go to the Futurama world. Oh, this is yeah. a good one. I would love this. Yeah. All right. Uh, show me Futurama. Yeah, that's a great, that. a great suggestion. Like that would be super cool as a whole Futurama. Yeah, that's a good good uh, call. Or land, or even land would be cool. Yeah, but yeah, really good call. Okay, that right. it changes six, things. It changes you, things. You audio listeners, number six. Yep. Oh, number six. It is number six. Um, how or about left on the board? I would really like to see a real to life, real world Jurassic Park with dinosaurs. Oh. Sure. Okay. Little, little baby dinosaurs, of course. Sure. But, you know. All yeah. right. Show me Jurassic Park. Oh, Already sure. Y'all went mad. Universal y'all Studios. went. <laughs> y'all went one. Mad Max, but you won't give me Jurassic Park. Don't <laughs> talk about real Jurassic Park. I'm talking about real dinos. I'm not talking about that. Oh, uh, okay. Bullet. Real. Real. You don't, you don't want so, some huh? animatronic bullshit, do you, Brian? Well, no. Enough, that's not. A, that's people, not a theme park. Uh, enough people that's a ride. that it uh, was number sixteen on the list. But that's pretty high. Pretty good, yeah. No, they right. have the whole like they have the whole they have the ride, but they have the whole welcome center where the the banner drops down and lands on a T Rex. Uh, is there a chance I'm going to eat beaten by a dinosaur? Yes. Uh, yes. Always. There's, There's always, always a chance. There's always a chance. Yeah. Something greater <laughs> There's than always zero. Always a non-zero. <laughs> yeah. It may be low. Probabilities are low. But not impossible. Right. Well, I mean, in some, I would always find a way to make it work. It's like, well, technically, an alligator ate him, and this kind of a dino. Mm. <laughs> Just saying. How yes. about? All right. Uh, what if we did like? Um, don't fact check me. We should do another video game property. It just feels right to me. I don't know why. So let's go with. Uh... Oh shit! Pac-Man. What is there even to do? Um, Square Enix. Pac-Man. Oh, you know what? We got a lot of Final Fantasy fans. Let's see, let's say Final Fantasy or Square World or something. Okay. That, All right. Square. Show me Final Fantasy. Uh, oh! Really? Uh, Damn it. Uh, 
Uh, number 14 on the list. Enough people said it that it was close. I am surprised but, uh, that didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, all right, Brian. Four answers left on the board. Well, here's here's the deal. You need to run. You need to basically get the three highest answers, five, seven, and nine, to win. But you could also get five, two, five, seven, and nine to run the board and get uh, Guacamole the prizes. But if you get any, well, I'll tell you what. If I get if I get five, seven, and nine. I'll blow number two, so Guacmar can't have it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm gonna do my best to make sure this ends up in Guacmar's hands. Yeah, yes, I would sir. love, I would love to visit the Shire. I want to take my shoes off and head to the Shire. Lord of the Rings, please. Lord of the Rings, right. land. Give me it. Show yeah. me and and uh, go get yourself some potatoes from the potato vendor. Potatoes. <laughs> Show me. What drop no Eve, sir? <laughs> hey, number two. Hello? The rope drops precisely when the rope should drop. That's right. Right when he oh, means to. So since I got, may not pass. Nicely done. Since oh, I yeah, there's two, no fast pass. There, number two, there there's no, no way for Guacmar to lose. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. Since I got two, there's no way for Guacmar to lose. There's no way. Yeah. Lose. But you can That's still true. keep no going and try to fill it out. That's true. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. But you could still try. Right. Then I can still <laughs> try to make him lose. <laughs> you can make the effort, you know. Yeah, whatever. Well, I always wanted to go. Always wanted to go to Happy Days Land. I want to see the Fonz up there. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's what you're going with. Fonz, Laverne and Shirley, Morgan. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, All yeah, the extended I visit, universe. Yeah, I want to yeah. visit that land. Hassan Pfeffer, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated. Incorporated land. Yeah, yeah you, you jumped sharks, and oh man, what a what a time to be alive. Right. Oh. The, Ride the bottle, the line of bottles as they make their way through the Milwaukee Brewery. With the glove on. Uh, Follow the really glove. That's what you're going with? You're going with that. Do it. Give me some happy days. All right, show me. Or how about? Days. How about? Wait, wait. How about? How about Wayne's World? <laughs> Wayne's World be fun right. to visit. Tell you what. Everybody drives. We'll everybody drives there. around and what those little uh, was it a pacer? What they drive we'll around? Do, uh, we'll do both. Right? We'll do both, and then right. we'll combine the points from both of those. Mm. Thanks. And, oh, oh uh, zero plus zero is still zero. Uh, Sorry. Uh, so I used to work at Wayne's World. Oh, wait. What? <laughs> World the World? Back when it was Paramount's King's Dominion, they had a section called Wayne's World. Oh, they really we did? Had, really? We had, we had that is awesome. We, had, we actually had the celebrities come out when it first opened everything. Wow. So it was based nice. on the movie? It was based it on the film. That's or not the and film, but the, the, the property. Wow. That's wild. Well, here's the good yeah. news right here. Right, right here. Congratulations. You're a winner. Walkmar, you've won, and uh, that means you get this stuff. Out. It's very exciting. Uh, Brian, why don't you tell us just some let's, of the let's others? Let's reveal these last three here. Yeah. Uh, number five, Fallout. When you were, when you were saying video game okay. property, it was like, oh, okay. I hope he goes with this one. Uh, mm. Fallout, uh, the Fallout world. Number seven, I mean, I, there are lots of things that, that almost are... Our uh, theme parks based on this, but not quite Pokemon. Oh, chat room is saying Pokemon okay. too. Dang it! Yeah. Uh, I feel like yeah. there should be something in Japan that's like an actual Pokemon theme park, but there isn't. And, and then Japan. finally, uh, on this list, number nine, Legend of Zelda. Oh, so we have our dangerous Mario to go alone. Yeah, Nintendo World. We don't have any Zelda in there. Um, really quickly, running through some extras. The Expanse. Uh, people still said Mario. People still said Star Wars, mm. Game of Thrones, uh, Fast and the Furious. There's kind of that already in sort of uh, Universal. Yeah. Warhammer 40K, Frog Pants, Hunger Games, Marvel, <laughs> Minecraft, Rick and Morty, 
Apple. Don't know how that works. Barbie, Cyberpunk, Discworld, James Bond, Scooby Doo. Barbie Cyberpunk. <laughs> Barbie Cyberpunk World would be great. Uh, Willy Barbie Wonka, World would be awesome, though. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, Bluey, Bob's Burgers, Critical Role, DC Comic Universe. Definitely. Why? Why would you want a Fifty Shades? That's the worst idea ever. Fifty Shades of Grey. It's really- it's really just a sex worker house, is yeah. what that is. Yeah. As well as it's Debbie Does quiet. Dallas. Keep in mind, people, when you put in jokey things like Debbie Does Dallas, you hurt the game. You hurt the numbers that could oh, be up top. Yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls, Firefly, Godzilla, Halo, Mass Effect, My Little Pony, NASA, Peanuts, Pornhub, Portal, Saw, Simpsons. <laughs> Peanuts, Pornhub is also really funny. <laughs> Peanuts, Peanuts, Pornhub. Peanuts, Pornhub. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Probably exists. Don't search it. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, exactly. Simpsons, SpongeBob, Stargate, Transformers, Waterworld, Aliens, Among Us, uh, Animal Crossing, Avatar, already there, Avengers, already there, Battlefield, Big Bang Theory, really? Breaking Bad, it's already Albuquerque. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, I won't even continue. because Breaking just Bad, they'd have a, a bride where you throw a pizza on the roof. That's how that would go. Yeah, exactly. It's already yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. Albuquerque is the Breaking Bad theme park. You, yeah. you, you already have it. You're already there. Go man. eat chips at the place where uh, Hank figures it out and talks to Walt. Yeah, that's right. So I, I have a favor to ask before you hang up on me. Yeah, sure. Because it was my birthday yesterday, can you give the prizes to somebody else? Oh, that's Aww. so nice of you. Happy birthday to you, Guac. Yeah, happy we birthday. I hope you got Guac or something. No, I, don't know. I got the ER. Oh, you got the... Oh, geez, you went oh, to the ER. That's not, a gr- that's not a good gift. All right, I'm just going to say it. So yeah, for whatever reason you like went in there, we hope you're we doing better. Are you doing better? Are you okay? Uh, no, my, my wife was in an accident on Monday, so it's just oh, been no. fine. Oh, my she okay? She's, she... she's fine. She's fine. It's just okay. a, a strained muscle. Okay, oh good. Oh, my That's goodness, good. but still. Still, Scary. yeah. But yeah. the trauma, the trauma. The trauma. Yeah, the trauma. The tra- the tra- I don't know why we're saying trauma over and over, but yes, that is traumatic. That's horrible. Uh, well, we hope. I would like somebody else to have the... Uh, the prizes we can definitely okay. do that so here's what i'm gonna oh. do i'm gonna say right now in the tadpole if you in the live room live chat room if you uh tell me the answer that i would put on this list for an intellectual property that there needs to be a theme park of oh, then uh, and i will give you the Gee, prize first person, to, first person to say the answer i'm thinking of and you'll probably be able to come up with the answer i'm thinking of yeah. gets these prizes well, is very, it facebook it's facebook <laughs> shane gets it that quickly spice world uh winner right there nicely done shane maddox uh spin oh, around with a camera shane. you won shane maddox yeah well done uh hey listen here dunaway uh you're great too oh uh hey guacmar be safe and don't drive crazy and I'll, i hope your garbage can gets fixed hey dunaway uh this is for you we didn't play this yet but it's for you that's right. You lose. Now, here's where you win. Play retro is where you win. And we're not doing it today because yeah. we're doing it Friday. Brian's got a birthday thing tonight. So tomorrow, or so Friday at 2.30 oh, Mountain. birthday today. That's right. Hey, happy mm-hmm. birthday, Audra. Hi, happy birthday. 2.30 Mountain Time on Friday will be Play Retro this week. And uh, we're talking about the scary light gun shooter games in the arcade. You're not going to want to miss this one. A Halloween we fun time. We're chiller and all the fun ones. Oh, it's yeah. Great. Shooting skin off people. Oh, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough business. Yeah. Uh, Dunaway, kiss our butts. Very scary indeed. Brian, we're going to take a break now. And when we come back from this break, Tom Merritt will join us, talk a little tech. After that, some recommendals with Randy. I, I still don't think we've heard from Nicole, so I think we're, we're safe. Yes, actually, it. Nicole's in. Oh, she uh, in. Just, oh, great. Just heard from her, so um, we do have Nicole. Uh, do we have... Uh, no, no movie clip. or clip, so... All right. Uh, 
But Maybe Nicole, she'll have if you're it. listening, get that to us um, while we're talking to Tom. That sounds great. Tom. Brian, tell me about this song you're going to play. Sure. Let me tell you about the song I'm going to play. Um, I'll go really quickly here. Karina Rinkman, a brand new remix of um, of a song. She's actually got a, um, this is her debut album title track. The song is called Joyride. She's uh, going back out on tour starting October 7th in San Diego and Austin. Um, make sure you check her out. Here is Karina. Reichman and the song Joyride.
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Scent Air. It's the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros. Why don't you go to scentair.com and use the promo code STREAM? To get an extra 25% off your order, Scent Air diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. Boy, my office could use this. The Scent Air app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. All of Scent Air's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safe for families, and EcoValdis certified sustainable. Have a room that needs a little extra Scent attention? Well, Scent Air is here for you. Once again, try the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros everywhere by going to scentair.com and using the promo code STREAM, that's S-T-R-E-A-M, for up to 25% off your order. Welcome to a special edition of Brown Bag Women's Championship Wrestling. Stay away from people in cars or vans. And we're back. Tamel, uh, Tamel me? Tamel me who that was. Sure, I'll tell you. This song is called Joyride. It's by Karina Reichman. And this is the Van Sire remix. Uh, go check out all of her music. It's all really, really good. That, that name again is Karina Reichman or Rickman, R-Y-K-M-A-N. Reichman, what's his power? Yeah, what uh, the Power to hell? play this uh, song really well. That's Joyride. Right. He's a really good, powerful player of songs. Okay? That's right. That's the deal. All right, we're going to get... Uh, uh, Tom Meriden here because he's he's great. Where's his thing? His his thing's right here. Where uh, there it is. Kind of in a tough spot here, Tom. Sorry. Uh, Tom, actually, we are sorry because we kept you waiting. We don't like doing that. How are how are you? How's it going? Oh, you're muted. Sorry, you get that thing again. Your routed uh, deal. <laughs> no worries. It's a thing. It happens. We do Virtual it here. Uh, audio plugs or whatever. Thing I did it that. to audio myself. Keyboard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did it to myself. Yeah. I created it this way. I can change it at any time. But no. No. Heavens, no. Uh, so, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm always happy uh, when you're late. Oh, really? Because oh. whenever you end up being late for me is when I need extra time. So oh. I needed like a couple of extra minutes to post daily tech headlines this morning. And it was, I just like, well, I might not get it done by the time they call. And it ended up just timing out perfectly. Oh my so. gosh. We didn't know we were so synced to your needs. That's fantastic. Yeah. That makes me happy to hear that. So uh, we'll be late all the time from now on. No, I don't know. We'll, we'll be early <laughs> well, when you be need late us. when I'm running behind. When I'm on time myself, then then we're all good. Right? When, like a wizard, we'll arrive precisely when we mean exactly to. Exactly yeah. when we mean. There you go. Uh, Tom is here as he always is on Wednesdays to talk about some tech headlines, maybe kind of what's going on in the world, what we might cover on Daily Tech News Show today. Who knows what we'll get? But I guess Tom knows. What are we doing today? Now, this first thing I'm going to mention, uh, I don't think we'll be covering on Daily Tech News Show, uh, but I might have to go to BlizzCon because my favorite K-pop group is going to be there. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah, we Are talked about this. Are performing at BlizzCon? La Seraphim will make an appearance at BlizzCon on November 4th for a special performance, including their new single, Perfect Night, which is a collab with Blizzard for Overwatch 2. Oh, wow. So they, And they're going to do it they're not just playing the song. They're going to perform it, like get up on yeah. a stage and do it. Interesting. 
I didn't even know that was a thing. How did how did we even learn about this? It's not part of the schedule that I know of. Or it is. is uh, I I found out about the uh, the song because I just follow the group, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I saw the Overwatch thing, and I started looking around, and there is a BlizzCon uh, post from October 18th that just went up today. Here, I'll I'll stick it in the YouTube oh, yeah. chat and in our Discord. Sure. Um, that that says that they're going to perform. Wow, that's cool. Uh, so. Weirdly, unlike every other BlizzCon year ever, there are still tickets available. They didn't sell oh, out. Oh wow! <laughs> um, so you probably have a decent chance of getting if if tickets are required yeah. for you to see this. I don't think event. I'm going to get in as media on this one. Yeah, uh, probably but, not. Uh, yeah, I could I could pay my way in. You're right. I tried for media access this year. It didn't happen. I think things are it. My my impression from the process was that this is like a whole different crew. There's like a whole different. I mean, they haven't had a whole new world. They haven't had a BlizzCon Even since 2019. The Microsoft acquisition, right? There's just right. a whole different. Yeah. Then yeah. they, I mean, pandemic was, you know, pre pandemic was the last time they had a live one. They had a digital one and kind of a half digital one, but they haven't done this again. And I hope they've had a whole turnover on who does that and who's in charge of stuff. I think, I mean, Randy mm-hmm. could clarify some of this cause I'm not sure how it all works, but the, it's just a different process now. So, um, you know, the fact that your favorite K-pop band, by the way, are they cartoon people? He's, no, okay. no. This is just uh, the, the, the I, yeah. The the press release has like a, a a drawing of them that I've never seen before. They they generally appear as humans. Okay, <laughs> that was my question because I thought, oh, are they a virtual band or something like yeah, that. That's a very uh, very logical question. Yeah, sure. yeah. I hadn't and, heard of uh, them until Sakura, you who's the well, I think that's supposed to be her all the way on the left there, uh, is is a big gamer. So oh. you know, it ties right in. That makes makes sense. Uh, my daughter's in Korea right now. Um, we should have I it better. saw she was in a Hombok, uh, 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 which gets you in free at the palace. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had to, you know how they dress you for that whole thing where you do the, the dress, the traditional yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really hard and weird. She said, because she's like, she's not quite as tall as me, but she's pretty tall. She's like, she's six, not small. <laughs> she's not a, no. a, a small little, uh, Joseon era. <laughs> no. <laughs> so they yeah. really had, apparently really had to dig to find like stuff long enough for her and all that. So that's pretty funny, but she's having yeah. a great time over there. I thought of you and, uh, she went to karaoke last night, lost her voice. I don't <laughs> think they did any, uh, I don't think they did any K-pop uh, karaoke <laughs> as far as I know, but, um, you know, whatever. But they could have if they wanted to. I was going to say, kind of hard to avoid. I'm not sure how that, that's possible. That's true. So if you end up going, though, somehow it works out. Um, I'm just trying to picture what that's like. It's just one song. They're not. It's not like a whole concert. So you yeah, just be it going says for- at the end of community night, uh, they will perform their single perfect night. Now, I don't know if that means that's it. They'll get up, perform the song and you know, have a little chat with folks and say goodbye, or if they'll perform some of their other stuff, which the BlizzCon crowd is going to be like, I don't know any of these songs. Um, So yeah, I'll be, I'll be curious to see what, what that involves, but it, it would be there. They are performing at the Grammy museum the night before that. Mm. So it would be only their second time in the U S and KT data wants to know who my bias is. Uh, It's Chaewon and my wrecker is Kazuha. Oh my Lord. (laughs) This is like a, this is such a different world, man. I don't know. I, I I admire Tom's fandom of this stuff. I yeah, I don't know how yeah. I, I know it kind of started with Eileen and you guys you know doing this journey together and everything. But I look at it and go, 
do I like anything as much as Tom likes this stuff? <laughs> and I don't yes, know that do, I do. Uh, do yes, I? I think you do. Is it Fury Road? Is that it? Is that my? We've mentioned about eleven times already this episode. I think you. Yeah, I'd Fury Road is my is my K-pop. That's what you're saying. I think right. so. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Fair enough. Well, all right. So that's fun. I, I hope it works out for you. Uh, yeah. Um, and then I don't know if this is as fun as that, uh, but one, one thing we'll definitely be talking about on DTNS, because I see Sarah has it in the rundown already. Uh, X, a.k.a. Twitter.com, uh, has begun testing a dollar per year charge for new users in New Zealand and the Philippines. Yeah, we ta- we, so, we, we uh, heard about this this morning, and it's curious because... You mentioned that already. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, we mentioned it, but we didn't, we didn't really talk about it. But maybe you can help explain to me the, the logic here, because it seems like... A dollar a year is no, uh, that's not really a firewall against bots and stuff. That feels cheap and easy and not a problem. But maybe I'm not thinking about it through, you know. Fully. It is a. It, it is not foolproof. If you come at it from the aspect of will this prevent every single bot from ever accessing the platform? No, it won't because it's only a dollar, uh, and there are ways. Right. But it's a it's a speed bump because right now automation. Is, is pretty easy. If you put a paywall, even a very small paywall in front of a bot system, it complicates that system. Mm. That system now not only has to process a payment, uh, it also has to get approved payments. So depending on how X does this, uh, credit card companies might decline uh, bots for payments and, and then they would not be able to, to get on the platform. So they would have to jump through some more hoops to try to figure out how to get around the credit cards, blocking their payments, et cetera. Um, so yeah, it's not foolproof, but it would reduce. It would reduce it. Uh, and a lot of bot systems would just look at it and say, oh, we, we don't want to, we don't want to pay we we the, then people can track us and we have to give more information so we'll we'll just skip it so so the, the it would be effective in reducing bots it would not eliminate them yeah because i have to imagine if you're a bot if you're farming a bunch of bots that are meant to be twitter bots and you're just constantly registering new accounts and let's say this seems like a small number to me but let's say you do a thousand of those a day a bunch of them get banned a mm-hmm. bunch of them peter out but some of them stay and that's the point is you're just trying to get percentages probably nobody wants to spend a thousand dollars a day and and have it come from reputable payment processing so that it looks legit across the board exactly it multiplies it uh, altogether so yeah you're right that's the other one I, I i should have thought of that too the the bulk bot creators that know a bunch of them are going to get banned but enough will sneak through that they can just right. keep spamming it raises the cost for them because each one of those bots is a dollar and, and none of this can be done with just saying hey we require two-factor a at the get-go or, or maybe that's too scary to say because that actually blocks way more legitimate people because they, they don't do want to go through the trouble i mean yeah i mean t- actually they used to <laughs> i take it back you know um <laughs> yeah they uh however that wouldn't that doesn't stop bots bots can automate two factors oh pretty, i guess that's true i mean it's a speed bump so it reduces a little bit but you can just create a two-factor system that's automatic so are it's we not, we're we, we're about to enter a phase where captcha is useless because um, AI is smart enough to mm. see all the crosswalks and the stairs and the motorcycles, <laughs> the buses and the motorcycles. Yeah. yeah, those those common things that we think, oh, the computer doesn't know if I'm yeah. human. Yeah, figure that out. Yeah, I don't know that they're useless, but I think their utility is going to be surpassed by other means. Yeah. Uh, so. In other words, you can you can tell more now because you can do machine learning on the other side. You can tell more like, oh, that is a human based on 
the movement of the mouse, what IP address it's coming from, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I feel like the crosswalk identification thing is going out of style on both ends, right? It's, right. it's not as good even without AI on the other end as using AI on the verification end. Yeah, and the more I talk about it, this is actually good that we talked about it in more detail because it's easy to just jump anytime X does anything and go, another dumb decision, another brick in the wall. You know, people always do that. But, uh, and I do it to a degree, but I, the more I think about it, bot the bot thing is a problem and has always been a problem. And, and of course, you would want to do things to try to get rid of that problem. Like, I don't think this is a... Elon Musk is an idiot moment. This is a, yeah. we have it's a bot problem. It's not as bad as it looks at first blush mm. because there are enough people who don't have bad feelings that might go like, oh, a dollar. I used to pay that for WhatsApp, right? I see a lot of people mm. talk about, well, this is a bad idea. Payment charges will eat this up. Uh, WhatsApp used to charge you 99 cents a year. Like it's it's not impossible if you're doing it for this reason, if you're not doing it for revenue generation uh, right. to break even on it and and get a lot of people to be like, yeah, dollar, sure, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. But it will reduce it will reduce new users. And it's smart that they're not charging existing users in this test. Uh, we'll see if that changes. But that's a great way to say like, look, existing users, we're not going to make you do this. We're just going to do this to new users to reduce bots. Um, but it will it will have an effect on new users uh, at a time when users are declining on X. At least mm. it, it seems that way from some of the independent analysis of it. So not not the greatest move for increasing utilization, but maybe they don't care. Yeah, maybe they don't care at this point. Um, well, interesting. We'll have to see how this all pans out for him. You know, always part of me is always rooting for him to figure this crap out. And another part of me is like, freaking let it die so I can go somewhere else and focus my attention elsewhere, you know? Why not both? Why not both? That's what we have. That's kind of what we have now. I guess I'm I'm taking it for what it is now. (laughs) Uh, Today, uh, of course, Daily Tech News Show at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. I'll be there. It's Wednesday. That'll be exciting. But, Tom, you probably got some other cool stuff brewing. Anything you want to mention? Yeah. um, Don't pay yet. But Tech Tom uh, is is rolling along. I I I think I'm starting to get a rhythm uh, for my my paid tech newsletter. It's techtom.substack.com. Uh, the the folks who are paying for it right now, I am extremely grateful because I'm getting good feedback from them. I'm I'm testing different ideas. They're amazing. Uh, I don't quite feel comfortable saying this is something everyone should pay for yet. Uh, but, uh, you know, so, so I'm, I'm beta testing with those people right now, uh, and keep an eye on it because I, if you want to subscribe for free, I will be sending out some tests, uh, to the free platform as well as telling everybody on the free platform when the paid version is, is good to go. So, so keep an eye on that. It's techtom.substack.com. Very nice. Well done on that. Uh, Tom Merritt, everybody, uh, make sure you check out the daily tech news show today. Tom, have a great week and good luck with your K uh, pop efforts. Dreams. Thank you. Bye Thank now. You, Tom. Uh, all right. That was fun. Excellent. Always good to fun. chat with Thomas. For sure. That's what his mother calls him. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> you know what he said is like they're rolling this out, the dollar thing, they're rolling it out in Singapore and New Zealand. Why is it always those two territories that get the rollouts of anything first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. New apps, games, uh, sometimes Philippines, Canada. But... Philippines as well. Yeah. Yeah. Why? What is that about? Yeah. I don't understand. I don't know. Someone would have to tell us. Uh, all right, we're going to get uh, chuckleheads in here. Uh, Nicole and Randy, that's who's coming in. They're both chuckleheads. They're both on their way. <laughs> uh, let me hit this. Okay, there we go. 
All right, we're bringing him in. We're going to say hi after I play this thing. Well, what do you recommend? Well, let's find out what we recommend. Joining us uh, this morning, let's start with Randy today. Hi, Randy. How are you? Good morning, morning stream. Mm. Hi, how are you? Hello. Good. Are you excited for BlizzCon? You have to work it, I assume. Yeah, part of it. I have to work it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you're stoked. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of stuff. Yet, a, yet another uh, Randy Deluxe spending his entire birthday working in, in Anaheim rather than... Yep. You know, every time yeah. it happened, think I always it, remembered that. It was like, think man. of it as the biggest birthday party you can have. I, I've done that. I've been able to do that successfully in the past, yeah. right? Like when sure. when I had a birthday at BlizzCon and they had a whole Muse concert just for me. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was such a great concert. <laughs> now it you just was. have a single K pop band with one song at the end of that, uh, whatever night. No, there's is, is there a concert plan? They just haven't said anything yet about who? Or? I don't know. No don't idea. Know. All right. <laughs> Not, uh, I really don't. I'm just. Oh, really? I, no, you're not just being coy. <laughs> I just have a. I just know I have a job to do, and I'm trying to get it done. And sure. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, but trying to plan something that's going to happen at a different site before you have access to that site. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I, I just, we're just going to imagine this. <laughs> we're just going to. Where's this going to go? Hmm. Well, let's I'll look, draw on a whiteboard. I'll look for you on the stream. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Also with us today, Nicole Spag. Hi, Nicole. Welcome back. It's a me. It's a you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you great. Just fine. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I got how, new headphones. Before, before we talk about anything else, let's ask how Mateo's doing. Is he doing okay? Yeah. Everything. He's doing He's doing okay. Um, just still in a lot of pain, and it's just a process, right? Yeah. So our two weeks have started over. He had emergency surgery because he's the lucky 3% that happens when you get your tonsils removed and you get a little additional bleeding so uh yeah we're we're better i'm i got more rest oh good (laughs) i'm a a lot better because that's a lot man going to er's and staying there while the surgery i mean all that stuff could just tear you to pieces so i'm glad you're glad you're doing okay yeah, um, we're yeah. all we're stable. Give him our best, and you know, lots, lots of ice cream and all that stuff. Yeah, he Nicole? won't eat. He doesn't want to eat any ice cream. He doesn't want to eat anything, and that's my that's been the biggest problem. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah. Well, you know, pain has a way of killing your appetite. It's been my experience. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll check in on him and see how he's doing, and I hope he gets better. <laughs> Makes me want to send you again the uh, the the Fat Albert uh, at the hospital song, which was all about how when you get your tonsils out at the hospital, you get ice cream, and it's just yeah. the, the the trade off. But if he doesn't want it, he doesn't want it. Doesn't maybe want maybe it. Fat Albert can talk him into getting ice cream. Oh, maybe that's a bad idea. Oh, maybe not today. All he wants is pizza, and I'm like, dude, it's that's not the thing to eat. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's what you God, need. No. You need some uh, acidic uh, tomato sauce, some uh, some rough edge crust, cold pizza. Because yeah. I'm fine with cold pizza. I'm too, Brian. You what? and I are. Well, you and I are on the yeah. same page on the cold pizza. I'm fine with it. I have uh, I have some leftover Giordano's that uh, I'm going to be enjoying for lunch today. That what sounds. If it's a, what if it's a Starbucks pumpkin cream drink? Huh? Oh. oh. I, had an, I hate to say it. I had another one of those yesterday. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be fatty McFatty McGee with no teeth by the end of, uh, of pumpkin spice season. If they had a non-sugar version of that, I would. I would go get it. I would. Totally oh, we can figure it out. Let's figure it out. All right. Brian Let's and I are going to go. Going to go to the paper. Okay. We're put top men on. Top men on. Top men. You are top men. Fantastic. Uh, let's move on to recommendals. This is where we recommend stuff we've seen and, uh, we tell you where it was and all that stuff. So you guys can go find it for yourselves. We're going to start with, uh, Brian is his tradition. He's got a clip. 
Brian, yeah. anything you'd like to say about and, uh, this? This is something brand spanking new. Just came out, just landed on the streaming services uh, earlier this month, which is perfect, of course, because it's October and it's spooky season. And uh, so it's a it's a uh, horror movie that's got another element to it that um, that I'm usually a big fan of, or I, I I try to I seek out movies with this element. I'll say that. All right. Uh, let's get to the clip, which um, might let people know if they haven't figured out what this is. Might let people know what it is here we go do you want to hear a story i have to warn you it's a disturbing one and it took place right here in this peaceful idyllic town of vernon 35 years ago three girls were found brutally murdered on october 27th 1987 tiffany clark was found butchered in her family garage stabbed 16 times on the night of her sweet 16th birthday. At a cabin in the woods, 16-year-old Marissa Song was killed two days later, also stabbed 16 times. And two days after that, on Halloween night, 16-year-old Heather Hernandez was stabbed 16 times in the parking lot of Billy's Boardwalk. The murderer vanished. According to eyewitnesses, the sweet 16 killer wore all black and a mask, which has become infamous in Vernon, where every Halloween, people still dress up as the murderer. Oh, it's weirding me out because you and I were like 17 when these girls were 16. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also weirding me out because how did no one name a movie this like 30 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Right, um, yeah, this is, uh, as you as you alluded to, Randy, it is Totally Killer. Just landed on Amazon Prime this month. And totally. it combines. Totally. Totally. So, oh my God. It <laughs> combines uh, comedy, horror, and time travel all in one. And um, gets all three almost correct. <laughs> oh, let me guess. Time travel didn't go the way you had hoped. Uh, no, but but you know what? It's kind of like Back to the Future, where in a situation like this, where it's where it's done for laughs, it's it's absolutely forgivable. Like, uh, you know, my my rule for time travel is that once you change something in the past, the time traveler can only tra travel on that timeline where they're created the time machine. They can't go to a time where they didn't create the time machine. So. But that that is you know that's uh, it's not as fun as if you can see the changes in the original timeline that you've made. Um, this is uh, this is Bloomhouse, so you know you're going to get that that weird, gory comedy combination. Um, it stars uh, Kieran and Shipka. You know her as uh, Sally Draper, Don Draper's uh, daughter in Mad Men. She's so um, she's and, such a fascinating person to watch. Something about she her really is. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and she was also uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which probably set her up for this stuff uh, pretty well. It's um, uh, basically she plays uh, the daughter of uh, Julie Bowen. Uh, from Modern Family and okay, and tell me, tell things. me, I need you to tell me, Ju Julie Bowen is awesome on this. I just need it. Need she it. is awesome in this. She's okay, great. Good. Yeah, oh, right. good. She's a good, um, good to know. But uh, Julie Bowen is the survivor um, of the murders that took place back in the '80s that uh, you heard in the intro there, and um, and and through uh, some very creative methods of time travel. Um, Again, like, oh, really? Okay, this person has a time machine? Okay, that's cool. 
Um, through, uh, through some methods of get, methods of getting, uh, Kieran and Shipka back in time, she tries to prevent the murders that took place in the eighties and prevent things that happen in the future with this whole thing. Mm. Um, the time travel is, is borked, but it's comedy borked. So it's forgivable. Mm. The, um, the murders or the, the gore, the horror elements are, uh, definitely bloody. Um, you feel like if there's any complaint, I feel like they're trying too hard to create a a new Chucky slash Mike Myers slash Jason Voorhees with mm. this uh, this eighties looking um, mask that I, that I think is it reminds me of one of the dudes in uh, um, Smash TV. No, there was another uh, Double Double Trouble, maybe. Oh or, wow! Uh, okay, Double, Double Dragon. I can't figure out what this. Uh, this character who you're my first thought was like some kind of like conan o'brien and that nerd from 30 rock <laughs> got together and and now you got this guy i, I, I love yeah. it yeah, i haven't Jack- seen the film but i but just the picture i saw made me think of uh, max headroom for some reason oh, yeah. a little bit of that too bit. in there yeah. yeah um but it uh i don't know it does a, it does a pretty good job with the comedy again you've really got to park your your logic at the door. Uh, they do some things with Wi-Fi that uh, I won't say, but it it um, almost was enough to distract me out of the movie. But not, you know, it's comedy, so okay, you some of those look like Beavis. Yeah, yeah it does. It does kind of look like Beavis. <laughs> they're very Beavis. With Beavis. An the big guy, the was, thicker guy. I don't know about him, but the rest of them look like Beavis. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so do they? Uh, sorry, one quick question. Does yeah, does yeah. the so the time travel, we can let stuff go because it's comedy or sure, whatever. Do sure, they get the exactly. 80s right or is it just stereotypes and, you know, cheap It's jokes? a lot of, you know what, it, um, they don't lean, they lean a little bit into 80s stuff and, but it's more like we forget what a different time it was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like um, kind of the, it, it, it kind of gets mentioned, although of course you don't see it happening, but but uh, talking about how, wait, you can just, just walk right onto a plane. <laughs> you, don't right. have to, you don't have to go through security or anything. You can just like go through a metal detector and oh, you're yeah. done. Sure. Um, it's kind of the equivalent of that kind of stuff uh, with how, how different the eighties were for um, security and the police and that sort of thing. Oh yeah. You get, uh, uh, so Olivia Holt plays young Julie Bowen. Mm. Fantastic casting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she was uh, Tandy Bowen Dagger in uh, Cloak and Dagger, if if you remember that. We get Randall Park, who is awesome in everything he's in, well, and Randy. seems to, and seems to work with Anachka Khan in everything Anachka Khan does. Yeah. Oh yeah, and cannot and Anachka Khan is the uh, the showrunner. She also did Don't Trust the Bee again, getting a mention in today's show. Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three, Fresh Off the Boat, Young Rock. Um, uh, so she's behind this as well. Um, it's on your Amazon Prime, and it's got an eighty-six percent right now in Rotten Tomatoes. If you care about such things, it's fun. It's uh, you know, it's a good like. Let's watch it with the older, like the the older teenage kids, maybe not the young kids or the squeamish kids, because um, there is a fair amount of blood and stuff, and some a bunch of jump scares as you would expect in something like this, but. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I do give it a recommendation. I, I give it a recommendal. Oh, um, not a mechamental, not a no, don't see it. You're saying not a see supplemental, it. but a definitely a recommendal. It's worth seeing. It's definitely fun. Not a, and not, it's, not a wootamental. Not a wootamental. <laughs> definitely not a wootamental. When's the last time you did a wootamental? It's been a bit. I can't think of when we've done a wootamental. <laughs> <laughs> 
what <laughs> level is Wootamental your highest recommendation? Is that like it was a, what, it's what we used to say for the ones that we really really liked? Oh, <laughs> back on your recommendal show. Okay, I don't remember uh, that the mo- Movielicious or Movielicious. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so Pat, I'm trying to hear Patrick say Wootamental, and it's kind of killing my brain. I don't Sounds know if good. we ever said Wootamental, but we did. Do something with Woot. I uh, no, you just based it on how many reallys he put in front of recommends. <laughs> so be, oh, I, I really, 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 really recommend this movie. That's how you know he really liked it. Uh, all right, nicely uh, yeah. done. Totally it sounds killer, great. Again, is the name Amazon Prime is where you can watch it, and uh, it's a fun watch. Right, right now, spooky season. Put it on it while you're making fun. Halloween cookies. There you go. Yeah, good, good that sounds all right. Um, Nicole, let's jump to you. You got Yay. something you watched uh, somewhere. Don't remember where. Uh, anyway, you can on oh, Peacock. Peacock. That's right, Peacock. It's on Peacock. Explain. And it is a time travel movie as well. Oh, what? what? That's crazy. Uh, and I won't say much more. Oh. You got the clip. It is. Don't a, you? Yeah, I do. I got it. And you. And it okay. is a. Uh, uh, it's a movie, not a series, right? It's a movie. Yeah. All right. Here, here we go. I'll play a bit of it. Thirsty. Turn that up. No, good. I'm, 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 I've got something. I wasn't talking about the drink. What? <laughs> no. What? You've been staring at the guy like you've been waiting to meet him your whole life. Go say hello. Buy him a drink. No, not me. Uh-uh. No, no, thank you. <laughs> Actually, okay. Okay. Thirsty? Hmm? Uh, for a, a drink, not not sexually. <laughs> Gross. I don't. I didn't mean it like that. I'm gonna order an alcoholic beverage. Would you like to have one too with with me? Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. <clears throat> Phil. Can I get you? Old fashioned. <laughs> How adorable. It's a real cute vibe going on here. <laughs> Uh, I really like uh, what's her name? Can't think of her name all of a sudden. Uh, Kate, Kaylee Cuoco. Let's go with Cuoco. I like Cuoco. Right. And then Pete Davidson. Who's the guy? What's his name? Pete Pete Davidson. Oh, all right, we're good. <laughs> and you also ha- uh, heard uh, Kevin Corrigan. Oh, um, I was wondering who that was. The bartender is Kevin Corrigan. That's the bartender, Phil. Okay. Uh, so this movie is called Meet cute mm-hmm. and i thought it was the stupidest name because i didn't make any sense but apparently because i looked it up i'm like what the hell does meet cute mean <laughs> <laughs> and it's a trope that the main characters of the movie meet by chance and have a romantic spark so right. apparently it's yeah. a whole all the millennials I've, are using it nicole i've yeah. never are they are yeah. they? Yeah, is it, saying, is oh, it like be Tell me about your meat cute. Oh, well, we were introduced by a friend who. Oh, my God. I've never yeah. heard it before. Well, I have not heard No, I've before. heard it, but I never knew what it meant. I just sort of blew it off and it's, went, oh. It's just when you've got a funny story about how the two of you met. It's like, oh, tell me about your meat cute. Tinder. <laughs> Tinder well, doesn't quite but work. That's, yeah. But that's not technically meat cute, right? It's no, supposed no, to it's be, definitely not. Yeah. It's supposed to be like. A cute story. A, a cute yeah. kind of. So in this case, um, these two characters, Sheila and Gary, meet at a bar and they they hit it off. 
Um, it's cute the, that they both have like 80 year old person names, by the way. Yeah, they that's do. A, that's, a, that's a whole dialogue in the oh, movie. Oh, really? Right? Okay. Wow. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I can do I can do Steve uh, Steve Pete Davidson in uh, in small doses. I kind of don't. Yeah. I can't have too much. How is this Not for that? Many people either like them or you don't like them. I, I kinda, like them. I like him. I, I just like don't. Him. It's just there's a st- stay longer than you should kind of vibe sometimes to his stuff. Yeah. Have um, you seen some of his other movies? Yeah, and that's, that uh, show, the one? that show that show he did Island on Peacock. Really What's that thing of- called? Um, the not, King, of, King of Staten Island. I haven't I seen that, that yet. One. What's the, what's the one that's that's a, more of a comedy and it's on Peacock also? It's like its own thing. Bubkiss. Um, Bubkiss. I liked Bubkiss a lot. I thought oh, that really? was. A, I haven't seen that. That was a great time. And you, and technically, it's the definition of too much Pete Davidson. But I still enjoyed it. So <laughs> too much Pete Davidson. So I don't know what happened there. But oh anyway. my god. Yeah, yeah, he just hosted SNL the other night too, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. So anyway. Back to the movie. It's a time travel movie. It doesn't seem like it at first, but you quickly learn that Sheila is dealing with depression and um, just trying to get through the day. And you kind of slowly learn as you find out that she's been using a time machine to recreate this date, this meet cute. Um, and every single time she does it um it ends perfectly but then about a year into it (laughs) i'm not kidding you a year into it she starts getting frustrated and so she starts going further back in time to fix him Mm. and and so there's like this it ended up being it's so weird and it's definitely don't try to understand the time travel part. I like what you're yeah. saying, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> like this is a, this is a right. This is a hand wavy. Yeah, time travel. Uh, move yeah, on. Exactly. Exactly. Just <laughs> but they they, they kind of set up some really funny scenarios when she goes back to fix him. Mm. Um, and I won't tell you all of the things because it's actually I really do recommend the movie. It's it's a fun. Not necessarily, it's lighthearted, but it's dark because she's dealing with suicidal thoughts and like all of that. And he kind of becomes her reason for living and it's a whole thing. So um, I I really enjoyed the movie. It was unexpected. (laughs) I learned the definition of meet cute. So so I was sitting here when you first started talking, I was sitting here thinking, I'll bet you that was invented by Nora Ephron to describe, you know, when, (laughs) when Harry met Sally. Yeah. Uh No, it was like 1938. Yeah. I looked it up. Ernst Lubitsch. (laughs) Ernst Lubitsch. Meet cute. Did, did Ernst Lubitsch ever have a cute moment in his entire existence? Cause I don't know if that name works. Every time he said his name, People go, <laughs> Lubitsch. Oh, that's man. amazing. I just I can't believe how much older that phrase is than I thought. I like when Harry met Sally is the perfect example of it, right? They, yeah. yeah, they like meet in a, the front seat of a car, and it's it's adorable. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So the, oh, the yeah. director on this is uh, Alex Leman, Leman, and um, he, among other you know things like Paddington, or I'm sorry, not Paddington, Paddleton, totally different thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I get for glancing down down the list. But the thing that the the thing that I did jump to was um, a documentary, I believe, called Aspergers Are Us, mm. um, which I think is a documentary about um, uh, people on the Asperger spectrum. 
and uh, it's a comedy troupe. And I could have sworn somebody on here recommended this because I saw the name and it looked really familiar. Mm. I know but, Scott uh, recommended a dating show on Netflix where yeah. it was on, on the spectrum. I think it that was right. called that love, be, love on the spectrum. Yeah. I love lo- love on the spectrum is the most wholesome, awesome thing you can ever watch. It's so good. I, I just want to point out Asperger's RS has Colin Robinson. Oh, what? Oh, really? <laughs> I always notice. I, I have a rule with him. I'll see whatever he's in. I don't even care <laughs> yeah. if it's bad. I'll watch it. I like him so much. Uh, well, this seems like a good pick. I like it. And this is on Peacock. It is called it's on Peacock. Meat Cute, spelled M-E-E-T, not M-E-A-T. There's no cute meat. All right. Uh, well, the other well, thing is... Somebody in danger of typing M-E-A-T, cute? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just saying this don't search for it. This was also an SNL skit. I found out Pete Davidson did an SNL skit called Meat Cute with, um, oh, the Twilight Girl. Uh, 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 Kristen, Kristen Nielsen no. Fotherington what? <laughs> what? No, what? <laughs> I can't think Stewart? of her name Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart Kristen Stewart okay. Kristen Stewart yeah <laughs> so he did a he did a little short with her on SNL that was titled Meet Cute and I think that's kind of where this idea of the movie kind of came from uh, nothing works better than taking a single skit on SNL and making a whole movie out of it <laughs> Uh, hey, it's been done well, and it's yeah. been done not well. Yeah, sometimes the best ones, like Coneheads, is still, my, in my opinion, the best one they ever Blues did. Blues Brothers. Uh, oh, yeah, Blues Brothers. Office Night of the Roxbury. Yeah. Night of the Roxbury is pretty great. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. It is. I still haven't seen it. The movie, I mean. Yeah. I've seen the skits. Uh, well, there you go. That's one to check out for sure. Randy, let's fly over to you. Uh, and hear your clip. What do you got going here? What do you got? I, you know, I did this whole, uh, monthly bonus episode for film sack and I put a lot of work into it. I watched like five movies or rewatched five movies. One of them is this. I just, uh, it stuck out. This movie stuck out for me so much that I wanted to come here and recommend it to you because you can watch it on streaming. So, uh, you just play, play the clip. All right. It's just a clip. You ever play the trade game? No. What is that? people watching game. My sister and I used to play when we were bored. You're bored right now? No, shut up. Let me finish. Okay, how do you play? You start by watching the crowd. Casually, just go about the people around you. Okay. Now, without telling me, pick a person that you'd want to trade places with. It can be anyone for whatever reason. Okay, I got it. Now I get two guesses to figure out who you picked and why you want to trade places with them. Okay, good luck. Wow. I want to know the answer. Now I have to watch this movie. Yeah, this is this is It Follows. And It Follows is about nine years old, and it has only grown, in my estimation, as a good film in the horror genre. Uh, it's... Um, I. I'm always confused about the ratings around this movie mm. because if you look across multiple different sites, you'll find that it's 95% on Rotten Tomatoes and then over on like Google Movies, it's in the dumpster. And I don't I don't understand all of that, <laughs> but I'm telling you, this is a really good movie in addition to being a legit scary movie. Don't they have to have sex with somebody to make it go to them? That's the story you're told and what sort of 
is is enacted here, but you never really find out. Like this movie has a lot of a lot of story that it leaves open ended, gotcha. and uh, right up to the end, the end of the movie is uh, is awesome because you are kind of left like the end of Inception. You're left to f- decide for yourself. Mm. <laughs> you know what's what's happening to these people as they walk into the sunset. Mm. Um, it's it's just a it's a really well crafted horror movie. Um, the the actors are all punching above their weight class. And uh, the standout for me is this actor named Olivia Lucardi. Um, she just gets the choice role of being funny, uh, like every time you see her in this thing. And the movie desperately needs levity because it's a horror movie. Sure. <laughs> and it just mm. it just works. The whole thing works. Never saw this. Is this? Oh, it's on Netflix. I see. Oh, a few places. Uh, Paramount Plus has it. Showtime has it. I guess they're the same now. Uh, this is all over yeah, the place. I have been mean I to, to look, I meant to see this and never did. Sorry. I had to look back and see if I recommended <laughs> this because I remember watching it based on a lot of people recommending it to me. And I never recommended it. But um, You liked it though? Uh, I really did like it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely worth checking out. Right. Well, and this is the time of year. This is, this is when you uh, revisit things like yeah, this or, sure. or, or Scott, you watch for the first time. You will, you will enjoy it. The actors are, are great. Every one of them is playing a, a classic horror movie trope. Only the entire story has some differences from things you've seen before, which is really, really good. That's what you want. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't take itself too seriously. <laughs> like you will see from the very beginning. Oh, this is a movie where the filmmakers are playing with tropes. They're not like trying to, you know, be Alfred Hitchcock. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. This director hasn't done too much stuff, but, um, I had seen his other thing. What was that called? Oh, David uh, Robert Mitchell. So under the yeah, silver lake, that's um, the one I saw the 2018. I think he wrote that. I don't know if he directed it. Did he? Oh yeah, he did. He wrote it and directed it. I think. He hasn't done much though. It's like five things. Hmm. Um, yeah, it follows. All right, I'm it's, in. Uh, I'm going to see it. Kim and I were trying to find one that I hadn't seen because she hasn't seen a ton of these horror movies that I keep showing her, and we were trying to find one that we had both not seen. This might be it. The Rotten Tomatoes score for It Follows is so high that it puts it into like the top five horror films of all time. <laughs> you wow. know wow. which is i i'm not sure i can agree with that personally like it's real real good it's not i don't i don't know about calling this like you're gonna you're gonna be mind blown by mm. this it's just a very competent movie i love what they do with sound design and and what they do with the the villain so to speak in this movie is is kind of a spirit and it's just really, really well handled from beginning to end. You know, it's crazy. So justwatch.com added a new feature where they do daily streaming charts. Like they can tell how many mm. people are searching for certain things and they list them. Yeah, and it's this, like a th- it goes to a thousand or yeah, something. Yeah, it's a ton. Um, this is 74th overall. But look at the company it's in. Adam's Family right below it. Hereditary right above it. Right above that, everything, everywhere, all at once. Like it's in good company and that's pretty high considering we're in the thousands here. So it seems yeah, like you're not alone. Yeah. People dig this movie. I yeah. I go to that all the time when I, when we're like, you know, we're looking around, is this streaming for film sack? That kind of thing. I mm-hmm. go to the, I go to those uh, rankings because yeah. I'm really, cool. really interested in what other people are. Watching. I never noticed until yeah, today. Really I got to check idea. those out more. That's cool. Uh, very nice. Check that out on, uh, you saw it on Netflix. It's on a few other I, services as well. It follows. It follows. Very. I was also on Netflix, and uh, hey, everybody, how about a depressing documentary? Here we go. Ready? 
<laughs> Here's one right here for you. I will tell you unequivocally, I want to speak for the dead. I want to speak for those kids who did not survive, those kids who were lost to suicide, alcohol, addiction, mutilation, self-mutilation, self-harm. I'm here to speak for my friend Patrick, um, who I miss to this day. All right. Obviously, very sad. Uh, this is a documentary called Scout's Honor. It is on Netflix, and it is about the uh, all of the horrible sex scandals, uh, abuse scandals that happened in the Boy Scouts of America over time. Aww. And it is gnarly. Um, there is some stuff in there that is like, wow, how did that get let go? How did they just brush over that? Um, they have a guy who's an ex, the, the guy that they had in charge at the, at the Boy Scouts of America, um, BSM for short. Um, no, that's not right. Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts of America. Or oh, BSA. Or BSA, yeah. Then. Why am I saying BSM? <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm missing a D in there. We had to put that D back BDSM, in. I yeah, so yeah, that. That's yes. what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, I'll get to the bottom of this. Don't worry. Anyway. Uh, um, so, uh, <laughs> BSA, they, they had a guy in there that was supposed to be in charge of this stuff, who was supposed to be the guy that was like, you know, child safety regulations, things within the organization. And then in the documentary, this guy had been there for, I don't know, a couple of decades. He gets busted in some nationwide child porn ring and is immediately retires from that thing and goes straight to prison. And the guy took his place was legitimately really wanted to do something about this, wanted to take that job seriously, wanted to like, figure out ways to make it better to somehow recover from this last guy who was in there um, who technically didn't have anything. None of his, his stuff had direct uh, relationship with any of the boys, but still he's a freaking child porn guy. He's like a freaking psycho, right? So this guy comes in to try to do this. He's a huge part of this documentary because he eventually gets pushed out for trying to do good in there. Mm-hmm. And it's not that the organization was like, focused on what well, we got to make sure that abuse is still cool and we can have it. It's not like they were abuse minded. It's not that it's that they, all of their money comes from religious organizations and those religious organizations don't want the word out that this stuff is happening under their nose. So things like uh, specifically in this case, they focus a lot on the two biggest donations or donators to the BSA, which is the Catholic church and the LDS church and others, they mix up some others in there as well, but they are yeah, the used two to, big used ones. Used to be the United Way. Used to be the United Way, a bunch, bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. And they go back way back in history. It started in Europe and came over here and blah, blah, blah. But there's these specific cases they, they bring up in this documentary about, you know, kind of turning points for when this stuff started getting worse or uh, they would say they had these regulations in place, but they weren't actually doing it. Um, just kind of bad stewardship of a very important responsibility Overall, and still putting out the image that you know we're here for the the growth and strength of the young men and and what a and what a uh, what a um, distraction it was to 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 have the whole well we're not going to allow you know uh, we're not going to allow gay men to be leaders because in, they were trying to feed this idea that well gay means pedophile a grooming and, yeah yeah and it doesn't but that's kind of where their heads were at so you get into all that stuff. And it's just really, it's a really good look at that organization in a way that I haven't seen anybody do yet. And I'm not here to tell you that 
the boy. I was in the Boy Scouts. Randy, you're an eagle, right? I think. Yes. Yes. I almost got I, an eagle. I will not be watching this movie. Yeah, you may not want to see it. Um, it is. It is. If you if you had a good experience in the Scouts, like I did, like I think Randy did. Who did not? No, oh, did no, not. Okay, I didn't oh. know that. For for those who had a fine experience and never ran into any issues. Um, you might have it in your head. Well, wait, hey, well, they're going, this isn't fair. I had a great time. I understand that, right? I know there's always people who missed victimization in things, right? I'm not telling you that you should have been victimized, nor am I saying that that your experience was invalid. Like the concepts and the ideas and the stuff, they're cool. It's just that the organization didn't do everything it needed to do to protect children. That's as simple as that. And most of the time they did it for political reasons. And most of the time they turned the other way because of where their money was coming from. And this thing just sort of digs deep into that and exposes all of that and talks about it in a really non, um, what's that word that you don't, you don't a non sensational way. Mm, okay. So I think it's a good documentary in that regard, which is kind of my rule for documentaries. The minute they start using dramatic music and quick cuts and stuff, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. get me out of here. I like it when they just tell me what's going on, show me your research, your evidence, your journalism, and then let me suss it out of my head. And that's what this does. So, so I think it's pretty good in that regard. Uh, but I would trigger warn uh, people if they had a really, if they had one of these experiences growing up in scouts or something, maybe avoid it because they talk about all of it and some when of these people's stories. Uh, this did they is just a, release it? Yeah, it's fairly new. I want to say in the last month, something like that. Okay. Um, anyway, that is Scouts Honor. Oh, it's actually Scouts Honor colon something. Hold on. Oh, really? The I Secret Files of the Boy Scouts of America. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, really? that is correct. Yes. Yeah. It might be. Uh, <laughs> um, and that is a big part of what they do. They they pull out a bunch of stuff. They they used to call them the perversion files. And it's this top secret bunch of documents they used to keep about who was abusing and who, you know, where did it happen? And how do we how do we not let this come out and, and screw up the organization? You know, it's not like they were. This is another example of just like a big organization that doesn't realize what's happening under their nose. And then when they do, their natural inclination is to try to cover it up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, really I've, what the doc is about. I've so. personally seen files. Like I've personally seen where a an adult leader had a file at a Boy Scouts office. And if you looked at the file, someone had written, do not hire <laughs> on the oh. file instead of call the police, uh, sue this person in court, like make a public case of it. They, you know, they were trying to cover up what this person. That's, had done. that's exactly it. it. Yep. That's exactly what this talks about. In fact, you've, yeah, you nailed it. And they, and they do exist and it's crazy. Some of the stuff and some of these guys, like some of these cases were just like, what are you freaking kidding me? You covered, you didn't say anything about this heinous dude that abused like 50 boys. Wow. Over, over, you know, five years or whatever. And, and, and the only reason he got, he never got outed until he, some other public thing happened outside of the scouts. And you guys knew about it. Some of you knew about it, even though you, you got rid of him, you cut him from the program when you found out, but that was it. Like it was weird, really, really weird. So anyway, uh, if you want to be depressed and, uh, learn about terrible things, although the people in it are all like a lot of the people, the subjects in this thing are all really good people trying to like clear the air on this thing to, to make real change. You know, this one dude's dedicated his life to, to try to fix this and not, not fix the scouts, but fix the victims. He wants to help them. And it's, and it's yeah. very apparent. And, and in that way, it's, it's enlightening, enlightening and, and uplifting, but there's some dark 
some dark shiz in there. All right. Um, it's Netflix. Netflix is where now, I saw. Now it. you got me wondering if I need to take a look at it, see if there's anybody in there that I know. You might want I to was, check it. They taught. They, was, there's a lot of Oregon. Uh, there's a lot of Utah. There's a lot of uh, uh, back east, like a lot of Catholic heavy uh, towns and stuff. Where they, where I, they I was dragged into a lot of things back in oh gosh, nineteen ninety three or something, but ninety four. Yeah, worst but thing I, that ever happened to me in Scouts is a is that one I've told it on the show where that one kid uh, mooned another kid while he was sleeping and then laughed so hard he dropped a little poop on the kid's face. That's the worst. <laughs> that's the oh worst God, thing. I, I didn't hear that one. It's a horrible. It's a horrible thing. Oh, that's awful. It was awful. I mean, boys are gross. But, oh my God, boys are gross. But was, boys are so <laughs> gross. Um, but anyway, there you go. That is on Netflix and available if you are interested in that at all. Uh, hey, yeah. I got someone in the chat room was asking about a good scary movie. And I just wanted to reiterate a Ibit recommendal from years ago that I finally watched. It's the first scary movie I've been able to watch since I've gotten sick. And it was so, 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 so good. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. We just, Kim and I just watched that the other night. Oh, my God. It was so good. I. Yeah, I loved it so much. How good? It, how I mean, good it was is a continuation re- of The Shining? It was amazing. Yeah, no, they they somehow I think as TV's Travis said this better than I did, but it somehow successfully makes a sequel to the book, The Shining, which is is a sequel book. Uh, Doctor Sleep is, but they somehow do justice to the book sequel and the film sequel at once. Yeah, and that's yeah. crazy. How that's well, a really good point. Yeah. yeah, I don't think, and I don't think it got. I don't know. I, maybe because it was called Doctor Sleep and not The Shining Two. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. It really mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. feel got the attention it really should have gotten. Well, and so. it's Matt it's really Flanagan again, who's you know just does nothing but oh, rad right. shit. Uh, he directed it and did the screenplay. I mean, it's funny because Kim and I watched it. She really liked it. She's never seen The Shining. Um, I kind of, I kind of was like, well, should I show her The Shining first? She's like, well, let's just see this and whatever. Now she wants to go back and see The Shining, which yeah. I don't want to do because The Shining scared me as a kid <laughs> so, so bad. Scary! It's such a scary movie. Yeah. Oh my god. The Shining's still oh. under my skin from when I was like five or whatever. So, so anyway, no, that's a good recommendation. Kim and I did the same thing. We're trying to watch all these like horror movies that she would like, and that was she really liked it. She was well, so and pissed I'm though that I'm. Sorry, that I'm enjoying reading the books after I watch the movie. Mm. I'm the type of person where I don't mind spoilers. Like spoilers to me help me visualize the book more. And it kind of fills in the gaps of things that I struggle with as I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. And spoilers so, can prepare you for what would otherwise be a bad time, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I actually like, for instance, we watched Ready Player One, the movie, and then Mateo and I read the audio books together, mm-hmm. Ready Player One and Two, and I enjoyed it like way more. Even though they were totally different, it was actually a lot of fun to do it that way. I do the same thing. I think most people don't mind spoilers. They just think they don't. They do. Most people, most people abhor them because they, they think they're going to miss out on something. But for the most part, if you control it anyway, because you're really yeah. just spoiling yourself, right? That's fine. I don't. Yeah, I've never really thought of it as spoiler, though. I yeah. mean, I guess with like Sixth Sense, yeah. the ending of that would have been a spoiler. Yeah. But there's certain little things that you go, what? Yeah. Yeah. There's minor spoilers, and then there's major spoilers. Major spoilers. <laughs> someone call Stephen. Let's get him in here. 
Uh, well, this is a great list. It's all up oh, yeah. on quicksack, uh, quicksack.li. Uh, Brian has already put it up there. So if you go visit that site, you'll find these recommendations and everything we've done in the past. So please go do that. Uh, thank you both for hanging with us today. Yay. Yeah. You got anything to promote? Any, either of you? Anything you want to mention there, Nicole? What, just, you know what? Talk about wood. Is there a wood thing we should watch for? Let's yeah, talk we about just, wood. <laughs> Mark just uh, released um, the last. So we he did a two-part series of building me a new master closet nice. so he does a funny impression of me at the beginning of the latest video <laughs> because because i couldn't do it and he got frustrated with me and so he did it himself oh hilarious <laughs> wait you couldn't do an impression of you or you just couldn't do because i was busy with recreate the reaction uh, you had yeah, I was yeah. busy with Mateo, taking care of Mateo, and he yeah. wanted to film this intro scene with me holding my clothes, and I never got around to it, so he just got a blonde wig and did it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sweet. Wow. We got we got Mark and drag. That's all that matters. Yeah. There exactly. you go. Uh, Randy, we're film sacking this weekend. We got a little Chucky on the mind. What are we, what are yeah, we doing there? Yeah, the first Child's Play movie that mm. we have not sacked yet, I promise. Mm. We did the second one, I think, yeah. right? We did the yes. second one, yeah. Yep. So this week, Child's Play available where? Uh, HBO. Uh, HBO Max. So we're Max. on. We're on Max every every week for a while. Yeah. Maximum Max. <laughs> I'm going to cancel all my other streaming services. Yeah, it feels like we should at some point. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, just started yeah. and stopped uh, AMC in the space of like five days. Oh my gosh! You oh, watched really? what just you so wanted. You could get that month and then uh, yeah, and get yeah. out. Smart. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. I do that too. I canceled Paramount just to find out that it got rolled into uh, Showtime, and now I have Paramount again because <laughs> they got rolled together so i don't know what's going on in the world <laughs> anyway have a fantastic week both of you and we'll see you soon okay okie dokes uh real quick here i got us a thing here uh this is a text Ooh. from okay. kai how would you say that name kai Kyle. kai sounds like a, 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 a pacific islander style name i like it maybe yeah as my bio parents, this is about regarding step family and what you call them and yep. stuff, like John and my mm-hmm. mom and all that. Yep. As bio, uh, as my bio parents are the ones I was raised and influenced by, both, uh, but both have married other partners since divorcing. I refer to those partners as quote my mother's husband and quote my father's wife. Love the show. So yeah, I could just say my mom's husband John. You can. Oh, you. Nobody's saying that you can. I mean, legally, he is your stepdad, but. But what you call him is completely up to you and how you and I think the younger you are when your your parents remarry, the more likely it is that you're gonna to refer to them as stepdad as opposed to this is the guy that my mom married. Right. But in but even in legal terms, what is the legality of it? Does he he doesn't have any rights. I don't have any rights against him, no, right? I don't think so, no. It's just mm-hmm. like a standard relationship tag. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Like okay. yeah. I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> yep. A standard relationship tag. <laughs> I don't think that's right, but I'll say it anyway. You know, an SRT. Yeah. Sure. An SRT. SRT. I got those it's forms right basic here. Basic SRT right there. Yeah. Just fill it out and uh, submit it and you're good to go. All right. That's it. Uh, send us your texts and your thoughts and your voicemails as well. 801-471-0462 is that number. You can also email us at themorningstream at gmail.com. And better yet, you can even join us over at patreon.com slash TMS. All of the benefits are listed there. It's a simple thing. Just go there, patreon.com slash TMS, and support cool. us today. 
That'll do it for today. Brian, anything else you want to uh, mention? Uh, yeah, I know because right now Tina just heard you talking about that and is yelling at her, uh, yelling at TMS right now as she listens to it several days later. Mm. Uh, don't worry, Tina. I'm going to tell the story tomorrow that is kind of a little bit directly related to the the, the email from Kyle I that uh, Scott just read. Oh, about the, the, the relationship name. Yes, uh, thing. about uh, parents and new relationships and, oh, and what that all means. All right, tomorrow is a big day. Yep. Don't skip out on Thursday, you guys. Yep. Remind me to tell the story. Teasers are fun. I like it. All right, let's get out of here with some music. Did you bring any? I did, and uh, this one's a little bit of a sad tribute, but um, but an important tribute nonetheless. We missed this one. I missed this one back in August or September when he originally uh, initially emailed me about it. But Tom Robinson wrote in, said, "Hello, Brian and Mr. Johnson. Wait, how come he yeah, what's says that about? my first name and you're like the formal Mr. Johnson?" Yeah, what's that about? Know. That's very weird. I'll take it. I though. don't know. It's fine. He says it's been a rough couple months. Back in August, my mom passed away after surgery for diverticulitis. The following week, I was at my childhood home to clean out my mom's house, and while closing the garage door, I got both middle fingers stuck in the door. Turns out, I broke them both. Um, and uh, yesterday, October seventeenth, would have been her birthday. We would have played this request yesterday if we had the show. Yeah. Uh, for Brian, what is your favorite story about a cover song? For Scott, it's time to play a random film sack clip and guess the movie. Uh, oh my gosh. My favorite story behind a cover song. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's it's almost everything that Kevin Rowland, lead singer for uh, Dexie's Midnight Runners, did for his album uh, My Beauty or My Useless Beauty. I can't remember the name of the album. But anyway, he uh, was in rehab, uh, f- fell hard. Kevin Rowland fell hard after uh, uh, Dexie's Midnight Runners. And it was music that got him through. Um, his time in rehab, but he couldn't really remember songs as well as, um, as, as he would have liked song lyrics. And so he found himself singing a lot of these songs and getting lyrics wrong, most notably Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. And so he wanted to release this cover album called My Useless Beauty after he got out, featuring his versions of all these cover songs. And so he wrote to all these performers and said, hey, I'd like to include your um, your cover, or I'm sorry, my cover of your song on, the, on my album, and it's got a few lyrics changed. And everybody replied back with, uh, yes, that's totally fine. We see how much it means to you. Go ahead and, and cover our song on your album. Except for Bruce Springsteen or Bruce Springsteen's people who replied back with a simple no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, Harsh. He still, he still released a cover of it. It's not officially on the album. I think he put it on his website. And he doesn't change. He goes back to the actual lyrics of the song instead of changing them. But uh, Wow. Uh, that's anyway, a good that's one. my favorite story about cover songs. That's Scott, good. play a random film slack, film sack clip. All right, Brian, we're going to both try to get this. This is from 2014, so that's, okay. it gives us a range. Uh, April 20th, so 420. Blaze up, everybody. Ooh. <laughs> so here goes. Let's see. Hey, hey, ho, ho, ho. Um, Ooh, that's uh, Dan Aykroyd in Nothing But Trouble. Oh, Nothing But Trouble with the nose penis and all that. Yes. That's it. That's... We nailed it. Here's another one from that day. Young man. All right. Here's one more mm. from that day. <laughs> yep. There was a fart. <laughs> I bet Squirini is somewhere in that. It's probably uh, in that, that range, right? I would think so. Yeah. Uh, else, what's this one? What's the matter, you chicken dick? No, it's a different one. Oh, mm. maybe that's not it. 
I can't find it anymore. Well, anyway, we did it. We nailed it. We got our win. Cool. We won. Congratulations. Congrats. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, my God. It's already 11.15. My gosh. All right. So, this one's going out to Tom Robinson, memory of his mother. Um a uh, great cover that uh, Franz Ferdinand did and included on the War Child Presents Heroes tribute in 2009. Here is their cover of Blondie's Call Me. Frogpants.com. I'll do some too. Yeah. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.